What are we sewing? Everything. Ugh. The yeah. shirt, really? because it has to be at the same caliber of the other garments. Ugh. All right, designers, we have one hour. Uh. Uh. All right, okay. I need to redrape it. At least it fits. Oh my God, has anybody seen um, the bag that has all those studs in it? Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernez. And I'm Patricia. And I'm Nayland. Yes, this is the Dream 3 episode, which means we have made it to the finale of season 18 of Project Runway Two Point Bravo. If this is your first time or if this is your 94th time with us, <laughs> you can you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash the workroom. We're on Instagram at the workroom podcast. Um, this is the since this is the finale episode, we have a massive cheat sheet this time around. And that's where all the designer collections are pictured in runway order. Um, and you can access that using the link in the show notes for you. Um, it's also on the Facebook page. And it's on the Tumblr page as well. We also have, of course, one more bracket update because um, that essentially is the end of our bracket battle of Team Ernest versus Team Patricia and Team Nalen. That's also in the show notes. And again, send us all your questions, any gossip you have, any feedback, your feelings to us at our Gmail account at endtheworkroom at gmail.com. So again, I'm putting those together so that we can um, answer them or respond to them all together as another three um, at a later time. So make sure you subscribe to um, our podcast so you can get updates in the off season or anything that happens in between because uh, we're now on Spotify and Pocket Cast. We've always been on iTunes and Stitcher, but Pocket Cast is this one podcast network that I've started using and I just was like, are we on this? And we're on it. So uh, so go to Pocket Cast or Spotify as well. And it's the one that I use. Oh, you do? I love the interface. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's it's amazing. I only heard about it because uh, I, I, Ira Glass uses it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and mentioned it and I was like, hmm, let me see. It's so it's it's really it's a really cute uh app. I love it. All right. And then um we also so and I haven't told Patricia and Nail on this, so I've I've gone ahead and started a Patreon. Finally. So the link is patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. Um I will have links in the show notes, but it's essentially just to show your pledge of support and to support the show. Um, Cause I, I uh, pretty much put in the, the money to host it. So um, you don't need to really give that much, but it's just mostly for like the monthly upkeep of the podcast. And um, yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, we've talked about other stuff happening in the world because, you know, I have to say this is the finale, but it couldn't have come at a, better time just in terms of how I felt about it I don't know if I am biased towards how much I love this episode but a lot's happening in the world we're all affected in one way or another by the spread of COVID-19 and I just want to acknowledge that um, and and sort of like virtually check in with all the listeners I just hope everyone is taking care of themselves and taking this very seriously um, as you know cases rise it becomes it's still we're in, it's still an acute stage um and also i i did a bunch of pandemic no-nos un, 
knowingly, which was kind of fly on a plane twice in a week, go to a conference and you know, we were still doing our, our elbow greetings and foot greetings, but I have to say that uh, we really started taking this seriously because, as you all remember from the last episode, I was in Houston when they canceled South by Southwest. So that kind of bumped our, you know, our, our safety and precautions and social distancing with one another up to a 10. But I don't know, just wherever you are, just checking on each other. And uh, so glad to be virtually hanging out with you, Naylan, and Patricia, <laughs> since we're in New yeah. York City. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's. Are, are we all ready to get into the episode, or is there anything else you guys want to say before we, we start diving in? Uh, I just want to say, you know, it is, a, it's, it's a little... Um, it's a little jarring being getting in the headspace of this at yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, um, there, there is there is a way that this show is a kind of comfort food, um, as picky as I can be about it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, it it's it's just a lot. Yeah. But I am really really glad to. Um, to be here talking with both of you. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's nice to be in this space because we usually are. For example, mm-hmm. I know with Ernest, I think you and I, I could be wrong. We only recorded in person once. Yes. So you and I are kind of, we're used to this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> kind of not, but, um, there are a lot of other environments that are not used to meeting in this way. So um, it's nice that we can kind of, re- that this is a form of stability for us at this time. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Okay. Um, so let's, let's transition into this episode <laughs> here. And um I, I would like to ask both of you, so Patricia and Nayland, in the context of this show and, and all that we've been through and all we've seen, do you feel that all four designers deserve to move on to New York Fashion Week? Patricia, first, what say you? You know what? I would say, I'm going to say that all three should have gone except Sergio. Hmm. Because I didn't think the last runway, I just didn't think the concept was strong. And I didn't, it seemed all over the place. As I said in the last episode, there were a lot of problems, I'm going to say conceptual problems, but what I, uh, thoughtless decisions that could have been good conceptual ideas, you know, Um, something that Elaine has referred to in the past as, you know, kind of off the mark Mm. about that collection. I did think that what saved Sergio's collection was that some a couple of pieces were very well executed. But for me, a couple of pieces at this point, um, they better be special. And for me, they weren't. Hmm. So, yeah. So just three. Just three. Okay. Um, and Nayland, what say you? Mm, I think that none of us deserve that weak sauce cliffhanger. <laughs> you know, it's just like... 
why pretend? Why, like, like I, I mean, honestly, both of you, mm-hmm. did either of you think that the outcome was going to be any different than what it was? No, it would have been, it would have been so, I mean, I, 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 no, no, absolutely not. A part of me, because you all know by now, I would, I was fine with Sergio getting eliminated. Totally fine with it. <laughs> fine to sacrifice my entire bracket. Um, I was fine with Victoria being eliminated, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I knew that that wasn't going to happen based off of our our the entire season um but you know with it having our our first part one end in a cliffhanger yeah no there wasn't that much of a i you know it's so funny because on facebook one person proposed wouldn't it be hilarious if they got rid of everyone except for victoria and then we'll just kind of get down to the truth of it what you know what they really want is just victoria (laughs) to go through the finale and i was like it'll be great with just one runway and then we go through the whole thing of taking her to mood, taking her to CFDA as if she's still in the competition, but it's just Victoria all by herself. <laughs> so, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to finish this. What am I going to do? Oh no, it's just oh, so much sewing. Do I get a seamstress? Can I have all four? <laughs> all four? I want Christian more. comes in and it's just like, I don't know. This is a whole lot. There's a whole lot you have going on here. Oh, man. I do think that Victoria is... um, uh, You know, wins one of the uh, biggest self-sabotage moments. Like that, like... I mean, when I saw last week's Mm -hmm. show... And Christian, during the visit, I was just like, oh, no, 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 that's it right there. There just isn't. There's no way you come back from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and we can talk about that along the way because I, yeah, there's some decisions that she made in particular that are just sort of that was uh, to me it it rang it was always in her it was always inside of her (laughs) and this is what happens when you give her free range uh ten thousand dollars in five months this is what happens um okay so and then as for me uh, yeah i to answer your question nalen i never for a minute really thought that that all four of them would not go um and mostly because the, the cliffhanger really solidified it for me. I'm like, how could they do this? No, they're not going to break someone's heart with a cliffhanger. And then we come back with just three or two people. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So listeners, that's what happened. Carly goes down the line for, with all the judges. And the only person who basic, who kind of sort of seemed like they were going to mess up anything was Brandon, which was not really, you know, just, just pretending, but to be funny, the majority also wins. Cause I feel like even if Brandon was the only um, holdout that all four of them were already going to go since all the other judges pretty much sanctioned it, especially um, Stephen Cole from CFDA. So we get our feel good moment where they all hug on the runway. They're all incredibly happy. They get their, you know, words of encouragement as they go off into the back, into the, into the, the sunset um, and then we find ourselves back at the box house penthouse at 745 in the morning and it's model day 
And we also get a little bit of what the designers feel now that they've woken up. It's a brand new day. They all know they've gone through the gauntlet to finally get to fashion week. Um, we open well, on Jeffrey. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm, I'm just, I was just going to make a New York, New York joke that I don't know. I was going to say, Oh, Jeffrey certainly went to the gauntlet, but never mind. <laughs> ah, <yeah. laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah no it's freaking true I mean Jeffrey who I was going to say is like man he's he's already a shade away from the purple puffer jacket he made for Thijin and also has clearly been having nightmares about um, Jeffrey so glad that he made it to fashion week after mm. all he's been through um, yeah. but yeah but we, we open on his thoughts of thinking of what the judges have said about what to do because now it's, it's, it's go time. He, it, he's not really resting on the fact that he's made it through. It's like, no, 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 I got to beat three more people. This is far from over. Um, and all of them are thinking that way too, since they're all in Nancy, Sergio, Victoria. Um, it's basically just for them editing, editing Sergio dated styling, Victoria, get rid of those labels. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, we get a community text from Christian Siriano. Nancy reads it and lets out this huge scream because it goes, "Designers, this is Christian Siriano. Meet me at the CFDA in one hour." Um, so I, you know, I don't know why, but I thought this was not going to happen, that they were actually going to be able to go to the CFDA offices. Um, This is the only second season that's back on Bravo and that this is a prize. So for some reason, I kind of forgot about this part, but it actually was one of my favorite parts of this episode. I don't know how you guys feel about this. Um, First of all, before they they go off to the CFDA, Jeffrey decides to change clothes. Um, there is I'm I'm gonna just mention Jeffrey this whole episode because he was he was like, Oh no, I I woke up and thought I could just go to work room dressed like a hobo. I wanna look better than this because we're going to meet the CFDA people. I better put on a suit or another low, low, you know, scoop neck tank top. So Loved it. I, I always like what Jeffrey wears. I love that striped T shirt that we saw in this episode. Oh, so great. Loved it. Love Loved all it. of that. Um, okay. So, so let's head to the CFTA. Um, the designers come on in and walk through the office. I don't know if either of y'all clocked Victoria who takes a business card, like a generic business card from the waiting table. I'm like, you're, you're going in to meet real people, but she's still, she's like, Oh my God, I'm here. Oh, let me take a business card. And it's like, okay, you're a good networker, (laughs) but I feel like that's, that's also wrong priorities right now. Um, anyway, we meet, we, we are introduced to who they're meeting. So Christian Ciarano is there along with Sarah Koslowski, who is the director of professional development at CFDA. And then we also have Roshna Shaw, who is a partner with, um, a public relations firm called KCD, who has worked with, and we see a flash of her portfolio, works with Fenty, Givenchy, and Victoria Beckham. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is amazing, y'all. Um, Patricia. <laughs> would you like 
would you like to expound upon a little bit of how, you know, how the KCD public relations has been such a powerhouse in the fashion industry? They're actually pretty huge. They're they're quite huge, which is really surprising for me to hear them say those three um, <laughs> names. Um, I mean, they represent they've represented YSL. They've done fashion galas, huge things, um, major major things in in the U.S. and outside in in Paris. In fact, I think I don't know if they still do, but they used to have an office in Paris and one in New York. Maybe they've expanded. But they they specifically say we work with very successful brands, uh, uh, brands like you said, Ernest, Givenchy, Fenty, and Victoria Beckham. And I'm like Victoria Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I I have nothing against Victoria Beckham. I think some of her clothes are actually really nice looking. Yeah. And there have been some interviews in Women's Wear Daily and other uh, other articles, like within the last, I don't know, two or three years, and where Victoria has been very vocal about saying, like, "Hey, people were double and triple and quadruple charging me for things, mm. for like production costs because I'm a celebrity," you know. And I don't know, like, is that true? But it wouldn't doesn't surprise me. But basically, why does Victoria Beckham have to say that publicly? Because, <laughs> as I mentioned like a couple of episodes ago, and I never like to cite my sources because why reveal to the world how big of a nerd you are? <laughs> but if you go to um, Company's House, you can see, you can track exactly a lot of um, business revenues. And Victoria Beckham has been operating in the red basically since its inception. So in 2013, she's like basically almost $4 million under, right? Mm. So $4 million in losses. And by 2018, she's well. That company is close to negative 12 million, right? So how is this a successful brand? And by the way, just give us some criteria. Do the clothes look great? Yes. If that's mm-hmm. definition of success, amazing. But I felt like this, you know, wag for wag moment needed a reality check. You know, mm-hmm. I suspect they may have said Victoria Beckham because Victoria is the wife of a footballer. I don't know. Hmm. Um, because they could they could have said you know YSL instead right. of Victoria Beckham. They yeah. could have said a number of other major well known brands that are not operating in the red. And by the way, operating in the red is not the end of the world. She doesn't <laughs> this. She doesn't need to make a living like Victoria Beckham doesn't need this brand to make a living. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, See, but, I I would I, I would argue the opposite, Patricia. <laughs> Which is that it is exactly a hallmark of how powerful and successful a public relations firm they are. Oh. That it takes actual oh. investigative digging to find out that <laughs> that Victoria Beckham is not a profitable brand. But, you know, this doesn't take that much digging. I mean... <laughs> I know. You kind of Google it. I've been hearing about it for some time. It's not like hmm. this was like this did not send me into a fashion spiral. I was like, "What? I have been reading the opposite." You know. Yeah, I so, mean, also you're. I mean, because you know, you're you're incredibly knowledgeable about this, especially around news and and I mean, both of you guys are in terms of how the designers that you all know. I mean, and for me, I I know Victoria Beckham not as a designer, of course. Uh, I mean, she's still just primarily a Spice Girl in my head. And so 
when she mentioned Victoria Beckham, I I had a I had that similar thought, but in this in it for a different reason, because it just it's so jarring to hear like Givenchy and Victoria Beckham, and it it felt. It felt like it felt very much kind of like, okay, let's let's have a wide range. Let's see who's watching Project Runway. They'll know Victoria Beckham. And also, did they know that she was a fashion designer? Now they do. And it's like, yeah. you know, one of those things. But it, it, it was it was jarring and hilarious. Um, but also the fact that, you know, exactly what her metrics are in terms of how successful the the brand is. It's important to know. But, you know, I, I think. Yeah, I, I, well, I just thought it was kind of funny. It's been discussed. It's mm-hmm. not like, I'm, I, yeah, it's been discussed because, you know, Fenty is not losing money. Right. Right. But someone like Victoria Beckham, who has a very specific public perception. Um, and again, and this is why I mentioned this to, um, two episodes ago where I said, oh, Victoria is much in a much better position to have a profitable business than someone than another the most famous wag of all wags victoria beckham right yeah, so wag yeah. means it's like a british slang for like the wife of a footballer wives yeah. and girlfriends whatever it's just the term Ugh. but um but i think anyway what I, what I was trying to say is that um uh, no i forgot <laughs> <laughs> it's okay no I, I i think the wag on well, wag it, analogy is is really apt but Nalan, what were yeah. you gonna say? I mean, it does it it does actually go to the um the the question of okay, what is this meeting for? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is it it's 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 to give them all a little taste of what the mentorship consi- would consist of. Mm. Yeah. But but it also sits kind of awkwardly in the middle of the fact that like they've got this show mm-hmm. that's that's coming up and so it so i guess the idea is like how is the show going to be um uh you know uh evocative of your brand or whatever that like they're they're really talking to them about branding yeah and yeah. then the question becomes like oh also there's these clothes that you have that you're going to show <laughs> and how are you going to deal with that right yeah and and that seems to be a little bit muddled right like what it is that they're actually doing yeah yeah i mean so so let's get into this because they're sitting with both sarah koslowski and roshna shaw and um they do they actually meet with our wag of project Mm -hmm. runway victoria and so (laughs) so they're go ahead can I also just point out that um, something that's irked me all season long, but I haven't really talked about, mm-hmm. is um, I really dislike all these denim jackets that Christian's been wearing. <laughs> Get it out, Nalen. <laughs> Let's go. However, Talk about this. <laughs> however, I do like this one, which is tie-dyed. <laughs> or at least Wait. or at least bleached. Yes, it's a bleach. Okay, can, I, can we just talk about what... Christian's wearing and what Sarah Koslowski's wearing. I I am obsessed with her outfit and I really love so yes, it's a it looks like a bleached blazer, which um is what Christian's wearing. He's always no, no, wearing... it's a it's a denim jacket. Oh it's denim? It's, it's a, a full on oh. like regular like Levi's 
style denim jacket. Oh, okay, and okay. He's been wearing them like all. He he's been wearing them all season long in various colors, most of which have have irked me. Oh, <laughs> oh. But if you look Wait. at the full shot of them all together, it's like he's got this denim jacket on. It's got bleach patterns mm-hmm. that are that are clearly from tie dye, and then it's got all these studs on it. Oh, wow. do you think Christian made that? I mean, what a what a uh, a little diss if it is if he did right. It's like, let me show you how to handle denim and tie dye. <laughs> I know, just in one in one jacket. It's like I I got a couple of challenges here, and also it's kind of um because uh, I've, I've I've got it on in the background. It sort of looks kind of cowboyish, so it's very southwestern style as well from the back with the studs and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, and we'll we'll see sort of see how that kind of plays into it. But I feel like this this Western deal also could be another dig at <laughs> some people. Yeah. Oh man, it'd be great if he were that petty. All right. Um, okay, let's 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 get into the meeting. <laughs> yep, Victoria's up first. Yeah, so we have Victoria first, and they're going through all of their looks. They have virtual renderings of their of each look. And they're looking through what looks like an iPad. I'm just going to assume, and they're mm-hmm. they're going through it. And Roshna and Sarah are giving their thoughts on it. They're just like, okay, signature things. Okay, looks like there's a lot of pleating and cutouts and these hats, layering. Oh, great. Okay. And so, what what they start digging into, and I think what happens in 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 all of these meetings is they they start reinforcing their disdain for the logos and so that's one of victoria's main critiques from the judges from last episode um is that hey so you're not a not a world brand that's that's the critique you're not a world known brand so you don't necessarily need these names and i think it wasn't until roshna and sarah told her also just kind of drilled it in essentially they were saying this is very tacky and it sets off the elegance and the elev- and how you've elevated these other looks. Um, but Victoria is afraid that without the logos, it would be too simple. It's too simplistic. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. You, you, you have like the most complicated blazer for a suit ever. And you're yeah. worried about taking out these logos. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, we also have... Nancy next. I don't know. Do you guys have anything to, do, to say about this meeting? You know what? I just want to add that I was actually proud of Victoria because I was happy to see her be so comfortable, be in the entrepreneurial role. Mm-hmm. Just the way she said, oh, okay, my work is like this. Like she just got right into it very comfortably and she spoke with a lot of ease about the clothes. And I really like seeing that. Yeah, I mean, just so just to say about this this whole interaction, the reason why I loved it so much is because it's most. I thought it was the most like a critique session. Then you know we do have judging, we do have Christian coming in, but this really did feel like it's like something that we have to do as artists all the time, where we have to talk about what it is that we do, what is your work about, and trying to translate it for other people in a in a condensed kind of way. And it's something that I really do love 
working with students on as well because it's just it comes into practice and so we kind of get to see from these designers who who seems to be a little bit more comfortable or who is more prepared or also who's probably just more used to talking about what they've been making um uh because next we have nancy and i liked what she said in her introduction of her work and she goes when i design I don't see a particular person wearing it. It really is a journey of the textile. There's no gender. There's just this textile. And whoever encounters it, whatever size, age, et cetera, it's there to empower that person, um, which is very loose. It's almost too loose for someone who works in professional development and someone who works for a PR brand. And yeah. so th that's sort of the, the issue for Nancy is kind of how to actually be more specific about what you're doing and, and and I think that's hard for her when her process starts off with it really does start off with a textile I thought in hearing her mm. talk about it she was describing what we've been seeing her do this entire season where she is drawn to horse hair primarily she works with it she kind of sculpts it is it a pant is it a shirt I don't know We'll see what the textile wants to do. Um, but I, I just really like that. Even though she, you know, it could be tighter, she was really true to how she actually does work. And I'm like, no, it makes total sense that it would not necessarily be for a particular person or a particular, um, you know, segment of the population in a way. Mm. So. That, that rankled me a bit, actually. And I I'm, I'm, I'm was kind of glad that they sort of called her on it because... Mm -hmm. It was a little too close, like the I don't see gender was a little close, little too close to I don't see race. I don't see race, yeah, yeah. Which is like, I, the, the, um, what you, what, I think you're right in terms of saying like, you know, that she just described her working process. Mm -hmm. But, but what it ends up coming down to, what it ends up feeling like is when someone says that is like, I don't see you. Hmm. I'm like working on my process and however you identify whatever you've got going on, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, it's not distinctly about you. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think that there's another version of that, um, where you go like, I think everyone is amazing and I try to find a way through the textiles to, um, it, you know, to make them feel as amazing as I see them to be, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yeah. There, there's like a way of a, a way of kind of talking about it as a celebration, rather than as a kind of blanket liberal. Like everybody's fine with me. Yeah. And and you know that it just I I think that they were right to say to her like, well then, if every if it nobody matters to you what's going on where are they going yeah. what are they where doing? are they going yeah yeah I, I agree i agree so much and i think that even according to nancy's own criteria what nancy said didn't make sense so this right. whole i don't see a person it's a journey of the textile excuse me but when you made a dress for someone in a wheelchair you had to see that person yeah yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? So to say, I don't see a person, it's a journey of the textile. No, if you're going to be thinking about usability as a, as a concept, as, a, as an application of a concept, then it starts with the person and how they move. So it's the journey of movement. Um, 
And I think here we have to do a lot of knowing what we know of Nancy. We have to do a lot of backpedaling to like not be offended by this statement, hmm. or at least I, I I had to like do some backpedaling to be like, what? What do you mean you don't see a person? Yeah. Um, what do you mean it's a journey of the textile? I mean, yes, the textiles are beautiful, beautiful, but usability is about the person and movement and facilitation. So it is mm-hmm. a journey of else. Um, so I am also very glad that that I think it was Sarah Koslowski that really pushed and said, well, where is your person going? Yeah, yeah. Because I think that that is a, w- a way of making it more practical for Nancy. But it, I liked that Roshna encouraged her. She's like, well, maybe it needs to be defined. Um, maybe you start with a feeling because you can still have this general sense of of whatever empowerment means to you and and have it sort of like have everything that sort of nebulous live there in that feeling and then think really practically about this question of where are they going because you know just and I you know and just thinking practically about where they are they're at CFDA where they're working with real brands where they have to actually sell to real people and so this idea of presenting well you know it just the the piece the garment finds whoever it wants to find and you can't really just practically speaking it's it's not it doesn't bode well for your business and for your process if it's just kind of left in the air and you're not challenged to think more specifically about how your garments will actually function and then who it's for and specify that it, you want to at least live on a body. So, you know, yeah, just kind of like this whole idea, it'll just find itself and just kind of, but I, so I thought the way um, Sarah and and Roshna approached Nancy was just a little bit like, I I would say the most effective this whole season (laughs) in terms of trying to get into Nancy um so yeah and so ready to move on to jeffrey's meeting yes Mm -hmm. okay so we have jeffrey and jeffrey starts off saying okay so my inspiration started with metallics and metallic surfaces and then i started like quilting and playing and then the quilt became like a puffer and i said oh my god it's gonna be winter so i just started making a bunch of jackets and like it's purple and like purple hearts um this this and that yes and mini and a mini. And a mini. Oh my gosh, like maybe something like slink under that, like maybe something like really, really small or that like giant puffer jacket. I don't know. Like what what what's next? Uh, is that okay? Do you like this? Am I okay? Can I win now? And so it's you know, I I think so he finally, Jeffrey, finally gets to how um he ought to begin his his statement, which is starting with the title, which is Purple Heart. And it is inspired not necessarily by metallics and metallic surfaces, but at the heart of it, it is his dad's military journey. And is and I would I would like to to say that Jeffrey's relationship to that whole military upbringing and what that means. So this idea of armor and bravery, he finally brings it in at the end. Um, and Sarah, Rasha, and Christian hone in on that <laughs> at the very mm-hmm. end. Well, this is the thing that uh, this is why this meeting is so weird in Mm. in this moment, because they're all like completely in their heads about this show. Mm -hmm. And and both of the other people are talking about, well, like, here's the bigger picture thing. Here's how you 
here here's how you talk about this in relationship to your brand but yeah. it's but it does feel a little forced because it's kind of like well what are they supposed to do about that specific advice right now except edit what they're going to say on the runway mm -hmm. in like a day or two yeah um but other than that there isn't a there there's there's like that's the only time this messaging is going to you know for i mean for all of them it's a nice um taste of thinking in this way but it just feels like a weird moment for it and is it mostly because and we can see that by the color of jeffrey's skin <laughs> You know, the most important thing is to be getting their clothes right. Yeah. And yeah, they've been working on this for almost five months already. So that's the part that, that really they can't change all that much. But they're also getting ideas for changes in these meetings as well. So I would say that this is even more stressful <laughs> because mm -hmm. we already have from Victoria something that she practically needs to do, which is get rid of as many logos as she can. Um, which yeah. is essentially just a re, a re it is a repeat of what the judges have said, but, um, I don't know. It, 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 it almost is, it seems as if they all need to hear it three times from people, but that makes that. Yeah. I don't know. But this sense. meeting, this meeting should have left Jeffrey a little more affirmed because I distinctly remember, uh, Rashna Shah saying looking through Jeffrey's portfolio and saying, oh, this needs almost needs no styling. So I thought that could have sent Jeffrey into a, a place of peace about certain things. You would think, <laughs> but it's Jeffrey. But, but then he wouldn't be Jeffrey. <laughs> exactly. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's what I wrote in my notes. I was like, oh, my oh. gosh. Yeah, everyone's getting messages drilled into them and when she said that like you don't need to style any of this oh my god and I was like that's not gonna you know that's the one thing that you can't tell Jeffrey so but it was nice for us to hear <laughs> yeah. well I might suggest that Jeffrey process that in his own way yeah um, and we'll get to that later on we do we do all right so next it's Sergio's turn he sits down, whatever, and he just says, hello, which felt so weirdly robotic to me. Um, and I was just like, okay, Sergio should be fine because he's used to talking about himself and coming up with an artist statement every single runway to preface whatever he's made. And um, here we go with his elevator pitch. And he goes, my collection starts off as nature in its purest form and shows what humanity's doing in nature, the Arctic, until we don't have anything left. First, look, this one has all of the resources in this, this first dress. It's very embellished, and it goes from there. And it's, you know, I think it's wonderful that he kind of, you know, the first uh, hint of criticism is like, so... Are you doing anything else to tell your story about the Arctic melting besides this, besides your clothes? <laughs> and, and, you know, so, and yeah, so Sergio, for some reason, like, one, I think everything he says about the judges or any, anyone else is a dig. He says, well, they told me that my styling is old fashioned, but, you know, my clients are old. 
you know, 45 to 60. So they like kind of dated looks. And therefore, I want to put that on the runway real nice like. And Rosh is like, well, you know, J-Lo's 50. <laughs> and, and women her age, you know, how would you think that they want to look? And I mean, for some for some reason, this managed to get through to Sergio. Like for like after this, all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh my god, I want to modernize everything for a younger, fresher look." And it's, I think he's still wrong in terms of how he wants to make the adjustment adjustments to his his um, his collection. But I was just like, "Is it because we're at CFDA? Is it because these people obviously have?" a higher power that you can recognize that you are willing to adjust. I don't know. How'd you guys think about this? <laughs> I think, I think Sergio is super competitive and anything Christian says, uh, uh, Sergio just feels immediately superior to, which is really frustrating to watch. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's a reason why Sergio, um, excuse me. There's a reason why, why Christian like earned, like a place here so listen (laughs) you know yeah 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 um i was just thinking maybe he's just you know also freaked out enough about fashion week perhaps but um but point taken um all right so that was our last meeting with our 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 cfda minded people so it's now time to go to mood so at Mood, they meet up with Christian for the very last time and they get $400 and 45 minutes with Swatch to shop. Oh, also, there's a, a special announcement. They're getting help. So they will have a team of seamstresses to come in, um, or at least I, I think everyone gets paired up with at least one person. So with that in mind and with and also with all their meetings and knowing what they kind of have to do to make their changes, they're let loose in mood. All right. How was this mood shot for you guys? <laughs> um, well, we get two shots of swatch, which I think are clearly from other <laughs> roles. I, I really do. One in one swatch is wearing the um, the, bow tie. The, the red bow tie. Oh, yeah. So we know that that's not like standard swatch outfit and and from and the other one is like swatch sort of like propped up in a corner like (laughs) making mournful eyes which i think we might have already seen before i don't know i don't think we've seen the mournful eyes we've seen you've seen swatch like splayed out um Mm -hmm. before but i was actually wondering if someone put the bow tie on in the middle of of shopping because it was 45 minutes i would like to think but I think you're right, Naylan. No, I think you're right. It was no. I think I think it's just B-roll <laughs> that they that they have on Swatch. <laughs> anyway, I I I was glad that it was that it had not been a a fully season wrap on Swatch. But I know. Swatch. Um, okay. So I mean, I guess we can continue on with our evolution of Sergio here because mm-hmm. this is sort of where it is solidified that he's actually going to follow through on some changes because mm-hmm. Christian comes by and goes, Sergio, what are you doing? And then Sergio goes, Well, you know, Brandon and Roshna and Sarah told me to, you know, to do some things, and I'm going to take some advice. And so Christian's like, So you took some advice? 
And it had to be from Brandon and Rasha and Sarah. Like, I've been talking to you all season. So this is where, so Patricia, where it's, I, I, I just, Christian, with so much shade. I'm like, oh, advice. You're taking it. And it's happening. So what Serge is doing is um, buying, it looks like some, like, kind of meshy fabric. Uh, I, I would assume that it's fabric that he's, never used before i've never seen him buy this fabric but um brandon last week told him to f it up (laughs) and so Mm -hmm. this is what he's doing this is a version of that um but also we can check in on jeffrey jeffrey does look a little more um subdued or a little less magenta but i also think that the news of extra help is really helping him kind of get through this mood shop. So to think about the fabrics that he needs to get, he's gotten the same fabrics that he's been using in his collection to fix the dress that he fit on Fidgen already with a bunch of those sleeves. Also, Nancy has found the same graphic print that we've seen before in her, her, her suit from last week. Um, which I'm just like, didn't, does did Nancy take a trip up to Mood? I, I guess so. To to buy all, all of her fabrics. Um, I mean, why not? Yeah, it's not that it's not that far from Philadelphia. It's real close. I mean, it it's it's like, huh? So yeah. So and also, I'm always I'm always amazed that people are able to find the same prints at Mood. It just feels to me that they, I don't know. It's like you buy it or you lose it. Just so many people come through there. So Nancy's able to find that. And Victoria also is buying five yards of cream fabric to make something whole, totally new. So she's making a whole new dress because she's got to get rid of, or she's got to, I would say, uh, dilute the logos from her mm-hmm. from her collection. All right. Yeah, but any uh, any other thoughts about them running around mood for forty five minutes with Swatch before you go back to the workroom? No. No, pretty standard. All right. So we head back to the workroom and this is the finale for fashion week. So it's model casting time. So, <laughs> so we brought this back a segment of battling over the models and we get to see um, them walk in um, and, and, you know, open up those gigantic double doors and we make the center aisle of the workroom a runway. Um, I don't know. This was just interesting to to watch because we have <laughs> we have like return models from last season, and also we have lifetime models coming back in. I shouldn't call them lifetime models, but models that we haven't seen since lifetime since Project Runway was on the Lifetime Channel. Um, and and we also have like a range of models as well. Unfortunately, though, not the queen. <sighs> Where is Laris? Who has a new book out. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. How could I have forgotten to mention this? Lyris, Queen Lyris, um, dubbed Queen by Samelia. And I've, you know, I've adopted it. But, you know, shout out to Samelia. She's the person who crowned Lyris <laughs> as queen of our podcast. And, yeah, no, she has this amazing book about her life as a model. And um, I think there's also some how-to in it. Tim Gunn was um was helping to promote it as well but of you know lyris isn't here oh my god that would have been great 
Love it. But what did you guys think about this model casting portion? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I'm going to be extra annoying and say that I'm annoyed <laughs> with, with, with the fact that as much as I respect Nancy's ideals, I'm once again feeling very uncomfortable as a viewer, seeing someone be so happy over somebody else's kind of loss or difference. Mm. Um, yeah, I just want to say that. And I, I, I'm, I know it makes me uncomfortable and I'm mm-hmm. not, that's it. That's, that's enough. And that's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's totally fine. Um, yeah, because so Nancy, it like did request models. Um, um I, I think she requested a model in a wheelchair or, or a model who uses a wheelchair. And we, um, we also have models who are non-binary. We have plus size models and, we have someone who's who also wears prosthetics and she came in wearing yeah. what looks like I don't know, I would I'm just assuming that those are Alexander McQueen type heels because those are the types of heels that I saw in the exhibition at the Met. <laughs> the mm. McQueen the okay. Queen McQueen exhibition. Mm-hmm. Um or also I call them Lady Gaga shoes. <laughs> but um wait, say it again. Oh, I just thought that show was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But she came in those shoes and and she told her, told the, um, you know, the, the cast of designers that she comes customizable or fully customizable because um, she wears prosthetics, but offered that she has um, a prosthetic leg that's made of to- a totally um, coated in Swarovski diamonds. Um, but I mean, it's just kind of this, I don't know, like I kind of, I would say featuring of of like this range of 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 models that we um that that are being cast for the shows um but i mean i i kind of clocked the 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 model coming in in those shoes mostly because i I just i just thought those were the coolest heels (laughs) i've seen on this show um and wish that she could just wear those down the runway anyway but it's also kind of like a family reunion because they have the um, like Dee Dee comes in and of course everyone sort of like parts parts ways for the designers to get the, the models that they have been working with regularly throughout the season. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts or anything else? Bro? Yeah, I mean they're sort of they sort of fight but not fight. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We get like the we get another chance to ogle the um the model the the oh, shirtless model with the big chest yeah yeah who ends up going to uh, Jeffrey mm-hmm. yeah yeah I totally forgot about that <laughs> but yes oh my gosh that poor model oh Marquise's model Marquise's yes. model yeah whose name I can't remember. But um, I don't think we ever really told him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Let's call him Daniel. Let's give him a name. I don't know. Um, he's, he doesn't look like a Daniel to me. I don't know. All right. Or just call him like Marquise's cousin, Marquise's brother, mm-hmm. Marquise, Marquise's model. Um, all right. So so we end our model casting. Everyone, um, there is no hair, no claws came out, not a lot of drama. So Christian comes in. 
and leads them into the next moment of Fashion Week, which is to tell them that Carla Welch uh, is coming back to help them with styling because they like really need it. <laughs> they need a lot of help with styling. Um, which I think is sort of undoing a lot of what. No, no, no. Let me let me not do that. I'm I'm sort of like psychoanalyzing the moment. I'm not going to do that. So Carla Welch, it's great news. Wonderful. She's coming back. If you all remember her from the upcycling episode. And also she mm-hmm. is Carly Kloss's personal stylist and she's world famous. Mm-hmm. Um, and and exudes um, big butch energy. <laughs> I mean, she's also promoting a website. You know, she's like, get in that stuff in order yeah no she's Mm. she's like she's i really do i really do enjoy the energy that she brings into the workroom i have to say because Mm -hmm. they all kind of need someone who's a little dominant especially Mm -hmm. at this moment since they're all so wishy-washy not wishy-washy but just as you said like in their heads filled with emotions Mm -hmm. a lot's going on it's wonderful to have someone to come in um as tim gunn as possible to kind of like drill in like yes no maybe or get rid of that and right. stop who to it. Al- who also doesn't do the Christian, like, oh, my God, you're making me crazy. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, like, who is basically like, I am unaffected by you. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I make my money elsewhere. I'm, yeah. I, I don't care whether you like me or not. Exactly. I, I'm going to give <laughs> you, like, my professional expertise. It's not going to be about some... Like, it's not going to be about me trying to charm you. It's nothing else. It's mm-hmm. like it's it is a kind of welcome, quiet confidence. Yeah. I will say, um, much more to my taste than Marnie. I mean, and I, you know, it's so great. I would, I would love a Marnie Carla off or something. What about a spinoff where we have team team? Um, Team Carla, Team Marnie, because I, I enjoy Marnie, but having Carla come in at the very last minute made me, well, yeah, it kind of, it brings out that we have not seen Marnie this season outside of her role as a guest judge, but she does serve the same type of role, but but yeah, in, in a very, very different way. And I think something that's, a it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just preference, I guess. I think they're both good. Maybe I prefer Marnie just because I like what she wears. I, I like looking at her oversized, like, you know, harem pant looks. And yeah, they're just, they're, it's, it's interesting. Anyway, we can talk about that later. Um, okay, so af- after we've chosen the models and we get the announcement that Carla's back, we also have model fitting time. And it just, it seems to be going okay for almost everyone, but it looks as if Sergio is still really struggling with integrating the criticisms and the suggestions to his, um, his stuff. Like he's, he's the most frazzled that we've all seen that I, at least I've seen him all season. Um, Jeffrey also looks like his brain is having hiccups. So it's, it, this is at a point where I'm kind of worried, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but we also have our makeup cons- consultation with Grace Lee and, and this essentially takes us to the end of the day. Um, I mean, I thought the consultation with, with Grace Lee was very instructive because for instance, 
um, her, I, I really love seeing her work with Nancy and sort of convincing Nancy of, of, you know, how you can integrate like a makeup look with whatever she's making, because, you know, I think her, um, you know, based off of her critique, Nancy really didn't seem as if she had a direction or really was in a, in a state to collaborate with Grace. So she mostly led the way with that. Um, and also with Jeffrey, where I, th- she, she's also started pulling him back from wanting to stick studs on the faces of all his models. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So now it's just going to be the boys. Just going to be the boys. Dun, dun, dun. Um, but yeah, but she's like, don't distract with all of this. Just, just give them a mm-hmm. strong look. You can do that with the mm-hmm. makeup. Don't, don't, don't distract from how strong your looks are. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anything else before we end the day? Um, well, we get, we get more evidence of how, um, unconvincing Sergio's looks are. Oh, what is that evidence, Nalan? Well, he's got that, he's got the white, this, this weird white dress with fringe on, um, a model that I don't think I've necess- necessarily seen before. And it seems to be some sort of stretchy fabric that is, um, that reveals a lot. And all of it is not, it, it, it makes her, the model look very lumpy. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, and and I think that's what I meant in my, my notes. Like I'm looking at what I wrote where Chris, so this is a moment where he's fitting a model and Christian comes over and it's like, yeah, so it just looks like it's showing everything. I mean, everything. It just doesn't fit right. And yeah, this is again, Sergio going back and or regressing a little bit. Um, from earlier in the day where he's just like, no, I think it's, uh, you know, maybe some other stuff is wrong with it. Maybe it's fine. But yeah, no, it's super tight. It's too tight on that model. It's way too tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if, even if Carly was wearing that, meaning like, I don't know, someone who like makes a lot of money with a specific figure, mm-hmm. that dress would still not convince me. Like, what is the purpose of those fringe there? Yeah, you know. No, I mean, I, I mean, you would have to be Alexa Chung to like carry oh, that dress off. No, basically. Oh man. And so even then, you need a sense of humor. Yeah, and also it's like nobody who likes to wear a white stretchy dress. I know mm. it's, and it's like, you know, and and I can maybe channel that dude because it isn't white but it basically might as well be it's it kind of acts the same way it's a very light color and um it's just it's showing everything he had the same issue last week there's something about sergio that where he's just kind of had this lapse of judgment and also i don't know you've had five months so maybe he also didn't didn't try on his garments on anyone and saw what it would fit like or even the opacity of it because he just, there are certain things that are slipping through in terms of execution with Sergio. That's kind of surprising. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Last week, Sergio claimed to not know how sheer a fabric was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like I made, I made it white and it was, it's white sheer fabric, but I didn't understand that 
you know, you can see everything under white sheer fabric. I'm like, really, Sergio? Come on. All right. Okay. Anything else before we uh, turn off the lights in the workroom for the for the evening? <laughs> no. Nope. They're off to drink. They're off to drink, which is a mistake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys need to sleep. Just saying. Just saying for your health, and also don't go out drinking. Um, it makes you sleepy. It's you know this is pre-social distancing right. phase in the city, but around that time because this is February. So well, and and also though they're in. Um, oh yeah, it is pre-social distancing, <laughs> but they're also in the. Um, they're in the old studios at industry city and i think that the place where they've gone to drink is like literally 40 feet from the from where the workroom is wait they're in industry city (gasps) yeah they're they're not in the they're they're not they i think they sort of made the point of that they've been walking in and out of the place with all like the hanging um incandescent lights Yes, I don't know why I thought they were at the Navy Yard. You're so no, right. I, okay, yes. Oh my god. They're at the they're at the Industry City um space, right. which means so yeah, so the place that they went to drink, you can see it has the same doors. Okay. They're just there um as the workroom does. Okay. So they literally just like turned a corner and went and sat in a bar so that um the producers could get some time of them um you know having like um, having related conversations where we find out what Ernest. Oh, we found out a lot. I don't know exactly what you're honing in on, but I'll talk about what I want to talk about right now is that we get clarification about the whole New York city thing for Sergio. Mm -hmm. We also, okay. So wait, is that what you meant? I, I mean, it's related. Okay. So, yeah, so Sergio's not in Texas, and I went on and on and on last week about how I'm in Texas. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Sergio was in, in Texas? I don't get it. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's because Sergio's boyfriend, Cade, sacrificed his career to move all the way to New York City so that Sergio could make his way in New York, in, in New York, in the fashion industry in New York. Um. Shout out to Raven, who sent us an email to our Gmail account (laughs) to explain to me that Texans talk about being in Texas, even if they're not in Texas. And um, shout out to my two former roommates who are both (laughs) native Texans, who I love dearly. Um, And I know this and I, I don't know how this also escaped my memory that Everything is Texas. And when I was, I mean, everything around us, you stuff on the walls, there's shape of Texas is everywhere, but we were clearly living in Brooklyn. And so, yeah. And also we find out, and I don't know, this feels really aromantic, but our dear Sergio is planning on proposing to Cade at the fashion show. So he's a winner either way. You know, if he loses and my bracket loses, you know, Sergio at least wins because, you know, Kate's going to say yes. <laughs> so, um, also, we learned about I, Jeff. I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to say that I found this moment so sad. And I'm not saying that oh. I don't want to take I, I don't want to take anything away from Cade and Sergio. Mm-hmm. Please, 
love your love. Yes, go for it. But um, it just made me really sad that the two people that have been kind of annoying, at least me, I'll speak for myself, annoying me the mm. most throughout the show, um, mainly Sergio, but a little bit Victoria. I have found Victoria to be the second most kind of irksome person in the show this season. Mm. But both of these people are people that are kind of situating their their vision um, in relationship to somebody else, hmm. in, 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 in relation to their partner. So they're both kind of, I don't know. Did you, did you pick up on that? Any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I just, I, um, there's, you had five months where you could have proposed to him. In between shooting of this show. Tell it. <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> so, and, and now is when you're going to do it? <sighs> I mean, I wrote in my notes, I don't care. You know, I really, it's, it's really, okay, I could, I could go on all day about that. Um, <laughs> go on, Nalen. I won't, I won't. It, go ahead. It, it's just very reality television. Hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like it's a, it, it is, um, it's very like, I'm here for all the right reasons. It's very, um, you know, this isn't RuPaul's best friend race. Mm. It's just that it's, it, at this point, you know, and we've already had somebody else propose. Like right. we've already had like a gay marriage proposal on the show already right right so it's a weird it it's a it's a weird decision like if if i um was going to do that if i was going to propose to somebody i would not do it in front of a bunch of cameras Mm -mm. in the middle of my competitive um uh, you know, um, uh, reality television moment. I so agree. Um, it, it really, and I, and I guess there is, you know, I, 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 I shit on Sergio all the time. He's on my bracket. Everyone knows it. I'm not a fan, but this is it, it. What's kind of sad for me is that it feels really much kind of like this, checkbox that Sergio is kind of checking off Um, Mm. but also you know I have my suspicions and you know I'm not going to psychoanalyze I'm not a psych professional but he's very narcissistic and this is a very narcissistic type deal and it seems as if you know there even when he when when Sergio kind of talks about Kate it's not necessarily because Kate is this amazing person and Kate you know um, is really hot or, or Kate, you know, makes the best pancakes or, or whatever. It's just like Kate sacrificed for me. It's very much Sergio centered and, you know, in Kate's supportive and blah, blah. blah. And, and I, and I, 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 of course, same thing, like great love, wonderful, glad y'all love each other. But I was just so annoyed at this. It just so annoyed. I'm like, great, great. You know, you kind of seem redeemable, a little bit after you looked as if you're adjusting your collection based off of feedback finally. And then it's just like, no, then, then we, when we kind of reel it back because 
you know, you're going to pull this very cliche move. Like your whole deal is very cliche. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. But, but Jeffrey also, I don't know. Did we, did we touch on the thing that you thought I was going to touch on Nalen? Did I completely miss yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's what I was. That's what I was hinting at. Oh man. Such a problem. So... dude. Yeah. But, so it's the next day. Yeah. And, oh, but before and we, here come the seamstresses. Yeah, but before we go, just wanted to also point out Jeffrey. We can talk about Jeffrey later, but his dad's not going to be there. His mom will. Yeah. But his yeah. dad's not going to be there because he's uh, had surgery. Yeah. Um, but yes, so we're with our seamstresses. And the models come in. Mm-hmm. I I can't believe I can't believe neither of you mentioned Jeffrey's like fan earplugs at the bar. He, huh? he changed those out. He changed those out to go to the bar. You know Wait. how how Jeffrey has um yeah yeah chrome yeah the he, like the the plugs that he was wearing the earplugs that he was wearing for the bar had little fans like spinning fans. What you mm. know to keep, to keep him cool? Yeah, they were really like cute. rims. Like rims, wait. Were they like rims? I don't know. You know maybe like, they were. Maybe they were car rims, and I thought it was a cute little fan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm. I'm just joking. I. So I will. I will make a confession now. Okay. Which is. Which is that. Um, you guys know me. You know that I have tattoos, and um, and uh, a number of piercings, including a, a septum piercing mm-hmm. and. Um, I, the plugs just never do it for me. What? And so it is, it's like, it, it is the body modification that I am, uh, I, I, I just don't like it. Huh? Okay. And, and Why? so many, and many people have it. It's, there's just something about it. I also think like when they're removed, mm-hmm. And you have like the sort of dangling earlobe. Mm-hmm. It 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 is particularly um, unfelicitous, I guess I would say. <laughs> what <laughs> but a also, term. It, 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 it just doesn't. It I, and I and I loved uh, like pretty much any other body modification, but mm-hmm. those in particular, I I. I really do not like, and, and, you know, there's a whole generation of folks and a number of people that I care about who Mm -hmm. also have them, who I guess now know for the first time that I'm there. (laughs) Well, I just thought they were so cute. I thought they were cute because of this, because I was like imagining Jeffrey getting yeah. ready to go out and thinking like, okay, I know, I know me, I get nervous, I look like, you know, <laughs> a, where my, yeah, where my, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, if, if we leave the door open, I won't look like a crustacean platter at Red Lobster, <laughs> and nobody will notice, and they'll like fan me out. You know? I mean, I have to say that, that I, I guess what I was trying to say, Patricio, is that I probably missed them because I tried not to look at, like, <laughs> What Jeffrey's got in his ears as much as possible. <laughs> I love that this is so irksome to you. It's just, like <laughs> it's just I, it's, 
I mean, because that's the only thing he has. Like, I don't, I don't. Does Jeffrey have tattoos? I, I feel like there isn't really much else going on with Jeffrey's no, face other than that's like, like his, that's his big, that's his big um, body mod. Yeah, it's just, it's just those. But it's yeah. also something I completely missed that. I would have loved to have made a joke about them looking like fans because it's weird. I, I do think that I, I guess I am just so concerned about the colors he turns. <laughs> I just don't look at his ears. I, I'm just like, okay, what color is Jeffrey right now? Is he okay? Okay. What color is Jeffrey now? Is he okay? And it's almost like the earplugs are just, just the, they're just like a general yeah. adorableness about himself. And it's so funny. Like, I think, I don't know. I, yeah, they just kind of blend in. They're the least of my worries on his face. <laughs> like his skin is my most worrisome thing. <laughs> oh man. That's hilarious. Well, you know, if you're out there, you're wearing lobes. <laughs> don't, don't approach Nalen or I mean, it's not a, cover it's up not your exactly ears. a deal breaker. <laughs> But I, but it's like it's it is my least favorite body mod. Okay, all right, so least favorite. Way. I feel like that's a great euphemism f- instead of saying like you hate them. It's your least favorite. I never said that I hated them. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, okay, so let's move on from Jeffrey's ears. Let's talk, let's let's stop talking about that because um, he's he's still at like peak magenta. At this point yes. in the run on because it's the day before the runway. It's incredibly stressful, but um, he sounds OK when he's meeting his seamstress, Barb, who was um, his helper on the avant garde challenge. So I think that's wonderful that they're pairing them up with people they worked with before. We also intro Carla Welch. She's she's back in with with Christian. We actually get to see her and uh, Christian reintroduces her to us because she's world renowned um also has a new app called wishy and um i also am wondering is that's why she hasn't been with us she's been launching her her takeover app is that why Mm. you've been too busy to work with these designers throughout the entire season um but carla's coming in to slash and burn Mm -hmm. all right let's get to nancy so nancy summons carla over so we have our carla versus nancy moment and Carla asks her, okay, so Nancy, tell me what the fashion says. What is the narrative here? And um, Nancy's not there yet. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. still not there. And um, in this interaction, what I noticed is that Carla is slashing. She's slashing. Nancy has all these bags, these accessories, because again, it's a no waste collection. So they're, the mm-hmm. the um you know the strips and and the the castoffs have to go somewhere and Nancy's made a lot of accessories that Carla is saying no to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Anything about this interaction? Also, Patricia, are you at this point nervous, happy? What are your feelings? Annoyed? For whom? For 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 oh. Nancy. N- Nancy versus Carla. Oh, you know what? I think that in the past, Nancy has listened to Carla, and Carla always makes good suggestions. So I'm, I'm actually just feeling like good. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. All right. Um, we next go to to Jeff to Jeffrey, and Jeffrey's basically like, "Please help me, styling help now, please. You over here, style? Yes, no." 
And Carla again is slashing because Jeffrey is holding up a bunch of stuff like, look at these earrings. Oh, my God. Like, look at that. Is this okay? And she's like, no, your work is so symmetrical and avant-garde. You don't need to futz it up with a bunch of other styling. And it's interesting because he's been told this before in the CFDA meeting. We pointed it out that either Roshna or Sarah both were like, oh, my God, it's so cool. You don't even have to style this. But uh, here we are with Jeffrey (laughs) trying to style, uh, trying to style into like up the yeah, yeah with with Mm -hmm. all of these like earrings and, you know, like little things here and there. And I loved Carla's feedback with being like, you you don't want to go avant-garde with everything. Your pieces are very, using the the AG word, avant-garde, you don't need to you know, to, to just tip over the balance with more crazy stuff on their face. Yeah. Um, all right. We have Victoria versus Carla. And we also, I think, oh yeah, actually, no, this is the moment where let's actually, let's go with Victoria versus Carla. Um, because Victoria has finished a dress. (laughs) Um, and it it is it is a beautiful dress, and um, I yeah it's kind of like the only thing Victoria uh, Carla has to say to her is make your shoes the same color because she's got white shoes, taupe shoes, khaki shoes, tan shoes, light brown shoes, and <laughs> she's got a lot of stuff going on down there in this very very small range of brown to white, and. So, so basically Carla's like, nope, nope, just, just, you know, make sure you have all those shoes the same color. Um, Sergio versus Carla. Mm. I mean, so, so Carla's like, so, okay, tell me about it. And Sergio's response is, so we're trying to save the Arctic. And it's just, you know, Carla dismisses it moves on because we're here to talk about the clothes and about the stylings, not going to talk about your concept and how weird that is. And she, so Sergio shows her this incredibly layered, looks like tool cotton. I don't know, whatever. It's a very, another very complicated layered skirt. And he reaches for what he says is a fringed jacket top to put on top of this very, very busy tiered circle skirt. And Carla is like, I think you should make a T-shirt for this. And Sergio's answer is like, well, you know, the planet I live on is melting from fringe. So she's <laughs> got to have a fringe thing on top because fringe is ice. All right. I need ice. I need fringe. I need all of it. And she's like, no, T-shirt, T-shirt, make a T-shirt. I mean, that I, I, I know that you were I know that you were digging him there you know digging into him at that moment but i i think um i i think that sergio's response that's not the planet i live on is <laughs> the probably the most accurate and heartfelt of uh, of anything that he has said during the season it's really like yes i don't yes i don't i don't live on the planet where young women in their 40s to 65 wear t-shirts on top of full skirts 
Yes. Like like he's he's mortally offended by the notion. <laughs> and <laughs> and and this is where like Carla's like you know, basically I don't care whether you like me or not has like the most power <laughs> because it's really like uh, that's nice that you live on that planet. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, um yeah. over here on my planet where people make money from making clothes. <laughs> and, I, and I and I consult with them. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we find a different way to respond to <laughs> a suggestion that we don't like. Yep, yep. I because I think the way she did it, and I and I made that joke because I, Sergio is not self aware at all. I thought it was mm-hmm. so ironic that that's the expression he used. Like that's not the planet I live on. I'm like, well, the <laughs> your whole collection is about the planet, so. Him responding that way is it's I I, I totally agree. It it was very, very honest. But I yeah, I loved Carla's comeback for that where she just was like, I'm not moving here until you agree to my face that you're gonna make a t shirt. I'm mm-hmm. not going anywhere. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Come on. I and I just I love that she did that because absolutely hideous and you know, Sergio goes, You know what? Just to get you out of my face. I'm going to promise that you're going to, I'm going to make a t-shirt for you, but you know, what? I'm going to make the most elegant t-shirt because I need you to leave right now, get off my planet so I can, you know, whatever he's, he acquiesced a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really love that moment. All right. I just, I mean, I'm sorry, but I, I no, no, honestly, this whole episode, I'm just going to skip ahead and say that this moment, and, and specifically just if I watched this episode once, Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am actually looking at it now on mute while we are discussing it, so I kind of keep up with both of you. But the first time I saw this clip, you know, there was a commercial break. Hmm. Um, so it was something like, uh, next, on the episode, and we get that, why don't you do this? That's not on my planet, that kind of talk. Yeah. And then we got back to the segment of the show, and yes, Sergio did say that in that rude tone. But I almost feel feel as though this episode, Sergio somehow was given a softer edit from the video. Yes. And I, I'm not really sure why. So I'm not sure why has this person being edited like the villain to now, uh, I don't know, I guess. Thank you for I, pointing I guess that it, out. I don't know. Well, mm, I mean... I, I mean, here's here's what I would sort of venture in relationship mm-hmm. to that, which is that um, at this point, um, the story has really become, um, you know, Jeffrey uh, versus. Um, um, Victoria? Oh my gosh! Hmm? <laughs> Victoria. Uh, no, no, not Victoria. Um, um, Sergio? Nancy? <laughs> Nancy. Oh, Nancy. Yeah. I mean, in terms oh. of, like, who the frontrunners are, oh, right? yeah, yeah. And so, it, and so it's like, what's the point of building Sergio up into more of a villain? Hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, you know, I see. Then, yeah. then it's like it. it's not... And, you know, I can just sort of, uh, and, you know, it just feels to me like it, it doesn't necessarily do anything for their narrative for that to be 
Yeah, yeah. I, like, for that to be in there. Yeah, I mean, I I I saw that clip or the the commercial clip as it being like a a typical you know Sergio delusional fool type deal, but I I think I also am wondering about what their feedback has been from the designers and and maybe Sergio because in terms of the timing this episode didn't happen that long ago it happened in february of 2020 yeah. and we're in march so they would have been seeing the episodes as they aired and sergio has been getting a lot of slack or is that the right word people don't like sergio i'll say it plainly <laughs> and mm-hmm. and i i just wonder in my head i was actually thinking his he has and also in terms of the the storylines that we've so- slowly been that have been slowly been rolling out over the over the season um he's he feels like he's getting a different edit but also i'm wondering if he's also behaving differently for a very concerted reason just kind of a very tactical and um professional reason because he's seeing how he's being received um outside of filming because they were they've been gone for five months and the air and the show's been airing since they've been working on these collections so that that's my theory is that he's on purpose. He's acting a little bit more, per, um, uh, uh, more. What do you call it? Um, oh my God, accepting <laughs> our words. Mm-hmm. Um, more accepting to criticism as best as he can, um, and sort of slipping in there also a little bit with the editing because he's giving them more of these moments where he's being a little less of of a of an asshole. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's like. The episode where Sergio was fake humble and proposes to their partner. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, we're getting there. All right. So we also have hair consultation. And um, let's see here. Anything here? I, I didn't really write that much down here. I, I got a little bit more than a makeup than, than hair. But everyone's getting wet hair. That's, that's one thing that I noticed. That's a, that's a trend. Wet hair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and then we have a moment with Christian Siriano where he sums, summons them all over. And um, it looks as if Jeffrey is he's just grunting at his machine. And Christian is trying to have a moment. Um, who, does anyone want to be Jeffrey and I'll be Christian? <laughs> <laughs> who, who wants to volunteer? I'd love to be Jeffrey, but now I have to like remember specifically. Both of you, both of you can be Jeffrey. You don't really okay. have to say that. Much. Yeah. So let's <laughs> Nailin, Do you know? Okay, just Nailin, Are you are you ready? I mean, we're I I we're we're all yes ending here. Okay, sure. All right. Go ahead. So okay, I'm Christian. Here I am. Here I am, guys. Let's have a little chat. So. Mm. This is exciting. Mm. There's no twist. Mm. I'm done torturing mm. you. I've survived mm. New York Fashion Week and mm. Oscar season, and so I'm mm. above all that mm. now. I get my lollies mm. by encouraging you all to mm. do your dream. I've been what? in your place before, so I can relate to some of it. Like, I won, no. so I can relate to no. losing. I can't relate to losing like some of you will, because no. like some of y'all will lose, but I won, and one of you guys will win so i guess but basically basically like believe in yourself you've grown or growing i'm so proud of you also do you guys want to know who your guest judge is going to be i'm going to have a heart attack (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry. <laughs> I'm Krista Siriano. I'm going to go on and on and on and on while Jeffrey looks like he's going to explode like the atomic bomb. <laughs> like, yes. yes. Poor, poor yes. Jeffrey. And also, thank you guys for... I, I'm applauding you from all the way here from my social distance. Thank you so much for playing that game of me for me. <laughs> the fact that listeners have not turned off the podcast is applause. It's all the applause that Thank I you. want. Thank you. Listeners. <laughs> Thank you. Lovely listeners. And scene. And scene. <laughs> but listeners, do you want to know who the guest judge is going to be? Ooh. It is the greatest of all time in everything she does, the best tennis player in the history of the sports and forevermore. It's Serena Williams. Mm. Yay! Also makes, who also makes clothes. Oh, yeah, also makes clothes and stuff. She does everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that news I think was worth just watching Jeffrey just like pull himself from the brink of of you know a, a nuclear destruction um because christian then calls for a group hug and and they're all into it they're all they're all all right like just as uranium is like starting to drip out mm-hmm. jeffrey's ear it's like okay great um yeah jeffrey is the first one to leave that hug though oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go back y'all mm-hmm. um yeah, they're they're both stressed. So is Sergio. I think Sergio's probably a little bit more stressed than Jeffrey. Weirdly, um, but still making the most fabulous knit T-shirt. He's actually making his version of a T-shirt, which is you know was good. Nancy announces an hour and a half left, and then the uranium starts dripping from Jeffrey's eyes. <laughs> like, He's mm-hmm. he's just like he's just this unfortunate color of red, and you know even I think Sergio is genuinely worried about him. He's feeling the yeah. pressure and is like you know if guys if I don't win Project Runway it means it's time for me to get a job, like another job. Oh, it's heartbreaking. I it I it was heartbreaking. Yeah. You sort of like can see through the cloud of tears at the sewing machine going totally great. Yep, totally mm-hmm. great. You know, you know, I would never forgive myself. He's very, he's very hard on himself. Ah, very hard on himself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, All right. I also am pointing out Jeffrey's like the the grunts he's making because I I I kind of identify when I get stressed out. I do a version of this. I don't grunt, but I sigh very loudly all the time. Um, And I mean, after we kind of like dismiss and everything. We, we get this montage of how far people have come and I didn't really write down anything for this moment, but do you guys want to talk about the heartwarming section that I don't really care about, but maybe you care. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean, do you mean where Sergio admit finally admits to being stressed out? I mean, sure. (laughs) I feel like that's that's right. the redeeming part or, of that. Or not. So it doesn't have to be that. <laughs> can be something else. Well, you know, okay, we can't talk about well, again, like I think you know, I think it's this is the closest we get for Sergio. I think it's great that he's admitting things. That is growth, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. You guys believed it. 
Did you believe it or no? It's okay if you didn't. I kind of don't no. believe it. I'm, I'm fine with it. Okay. Um, okay. So we move on to the day of the runway. Mm-hmm. And it's insanity backstage. Once we meet the designers um, in the back while they're doing their final touch-ups, it seems as if everyone is sewing. And I, but I think the most ready person is Nancy. Um, but this is the time that I kind of love to get a lay of who's still working on stuff. And it's still, it seems like um, Sergio <laughs> is still <laughs> making that t-shirt. And I, I, I think it's Christian who's like, what are, what are you doing over there? He goes, Christian, this t-shirt has to be elevated to mm-hmm. the level of everything else in my collection. It's going to be the best t-shirt ever. So he's just, I mean, the calmest ever, um, working up into the last minutes on this t-shirt. Um, I think someone murdered Jeffrey's studs. <laughs> it feels like a clue game to me. Jeffrey can't mm-hmm. find the studs for his um, model's faces because he's still hanging on to those face studs. And it's like, there are so many suspects for this. I feel like in my head, Grace Lee, the um, the makeup consultant, is the person who killed those studs. Or it could have been Christian Siriano. Or it could have been Nina Garcia. Or it could have been Carla Welch. Like anybody, I'm so glad that Jeffrey cannot find these studs. Nope. This is, I, I go straight for the psychological. Oh. Which is that, um, which is that when I said earlier that Jeffrey has his own way of following this advice. Uh-huh. Jeffrey misplaced the studs. Interesting. That's a twist. Oh, so That's do you think just, it's do you think it's conscious or unconscious? No, utterly unconscious. Okay. Like like just like it's his way of actually because I because all season we've seen him kind of work himself into a frenzy and be paralyzed by choice. Mm. Um and and uh and keep succumbing to these situations where he can't like choose between things and i think this was the place where he just like you know forgot to pack it Hmm. and and it was the and it was the place where his you know his his uh sort of better qualities kicked in hmm wow yeah and he kind of admits that too as if well as as something that could have happened. He's like, well, I, I might have just packed badly, packed poorly, and I just didn't didn't put them in there. Yeah. I, I kind of would like to know what actually happened to them. And I, I, you know, I hope that he didn't pack it on, you know, subconsciously, because that's, I think, however it happened, it saved Jeffrey from himself. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he ends up saying, I'm going to suppose I'm not supposed to be using them and go with a cleaner look. And it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. There's, <laughs> you know, people said it to you like 10 different ways, <laughs> but the only way that you could act on it was unconsciously. Man. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, that's a theory. So no one murdered the studs. Jeffrey no. didn't hurt them. <laughs> no, nobody cared about them but Jeffrey. 
True. <laughs> Very true. Oh, man. Okay. It's less complicated, but also psychologically fascinating. Um, I kind of like when that stuff happens. All right. Okay. So anything left to say about this madness behind stage before we head to the runway? Everybody's arriving. We're seeing all of this. We're seeing all the stuff. They're all like <laughs> tense and frustrated. Um, uh, you know, Sergio has a um, is has a last minute blowout on the sleeve of his not a t shirt. <laughs> that is not what a t shirt is. <laughs> I. <laughs> Can I just say, not until you said that, I wasn't sure if it was a t-shirt. I'm like, is it a t-shirt? It's a long sleeve knit turtleneck. It's a turtleneck. It's a it's a see-through turtleneck. Jeez. You know, I really, this is this is what's happening where I'm like, I talk so badly about Sergio all the time. This was, the, this is the one like line I didn't want to cross is calling what he thinks a t-shirt, not a t-shirt. I felt so bad, but thank you, Naylin. <laughs> It's like, what is this? On on our planet, we call these sweaters. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. So we have everything together finally because Christian calls time, and enter the finale crew, which is Carly Kloss wearing something. I wasn't sure if this was Christian Siriano, but it's a huge circle skirt um, and like a like a bralette top with s- sleeves. And for some reason, I'm like, it could be Christian Siriano or it could be Brandon Maxwell. But I really do think this might be more leaning towards Christian Siriano. Do you guys know? I don't know. I just but had I fun guessing. <laughs> it's more yeah. of a Christian look, although I could totally bet that it would be Christian from earlier in the week. Like the power Ooh, move yeah. would be since we saw Christian show at the up at the front. Yeah. Of the finale, that this was something from that. But I but that's just a thought that uh, you know um occurs to me now. Well, I think that is closest to what it probably was. Um, Because that would make so much sense. I would make on a branding point of view for this for Project Runway. Yeah, Mm. no, because also it it took up the whole entire runway. It's so funny. Carly Kloss is 10 feet tall. And the only other person who kind of comes near her is Serena Williams. And it's like, here we have Carly, the giant wearing this gigantic skirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just flooding out everyone else. Um, We do get to see in the audience that... um, Tyler is sharing uh, is is sharing the bench with Allentude. Ooh, mm. yeah, Aww. isn't that like great? they're besties like they're now? Friends. <laughs> they've they've uh they yeah I I feel like no not that they've made up they were always friends. Um, they've made it through the airings of the show. Like their relationships yes. are still intact. We also have on the front line or in the front row, I should say, um, our designers returning from season 17 as well, Mm -hmm. which is so great to see their faces. And also, Mm -hmm. there aren't that many alums from Bravo or or Project Runway 2 Point Bravo, so they can all fit on the front row. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, um, and so we intro our wonderful people. So we have Christian Siriano getting introduced for the first time as a mentor to our audience uh, for the season. Um, Nina Garcia, Elaine Welteroth, Brandon Maxwell, and then our all-around revolutionary woman, fashion icon, and I call her my home court girl, Serena Williams. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a time where, listeners, you can click on the link in our show notes for our cheat sheet, our massive, massive cheat sheet. So... The first person we have up is Victoria from Moldova. She comes out and she says the words. She remembers the words and she makes mm-hmm. her speech. And her, the title of her collection is Revelation. They all have titles for their collections, which is, I think, kind of new. <laughs> and, uh, no, I, I think that they've... Have they always had... I think, I think okay. they go back and forth. Okay, okay. Well, this one, has. they all have titles. Um, and yeah. she introduces everyone. She thanks everyone, thanks her husband. And then the show starts and her husband immediately starts to ball. But it's also mm-hmm. their anniversary. I think the day of the runway is their wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just quite ad- adorable and lovely. We're yeah. talking about love, you know, you know, engagements, anniversaries, love. Mm-hmm. Um, in the time of COVID. All right. So let's get, let's get to this, these looks. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys want to go about this? Do you want to go one by one or overall and pick out what you want to talk about? And then we can also um, kind of bring in maybe some, some judging as well. I, I'd i like to go overall, please. Okay. I I'm, I'm feel like it's going to be really, really long oh, for yeah. us to go look by look. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, so let's let's start with this um, revelation look. Um I, I, you know, she's not on any of our brackets, so have at it, guys. Who wants to go first? <laughs> let's let's all let's all jump on in. Well, I'll start. Just yeah. Um, I actually thought look number. I know we said we we're going to go overall, but I thought look number two. I could see Serena Serena Williams wearing that amazingly, which mm-hmm. is the the cutout blazer. Um, I thought overall it was the most streamlined. Set of ideas that we've seen Victoria have, um, and I liked how with the collection she really did have an evolution, starting with the sportswear and ending with a sportswear material that was relaxed but far but more on the dressy side. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I, I, I kind of it was very even also in also seeing it on the cheat sheet altogether i was at first really bothered by the color story because there's so much khaki there's a lot of tans and and shades of brown um that i thought that one of the things i was most excited about in terms of her using moldovian prints and um and shapes and and graphics was kind of lost in this and it was also lost in the logos here and also the fit i thought there was an issue with fit here with almost all of the pieces. I don't know if it was me, but in particular, um, I thought the first outfit, she didn't really change up much because that was the criticism from from last um, from last episode and last challenge is that there is something up with that jacket. I wasn't really bothered by it, but um, look number three with chaos on the front and a bunch of pleats there. And then look number five, 
um, which was like that really nice lime green leather cutout shirt, uh, cutout dress. There's something about how the way it walked and also the pants on, on look number four. Well, um, well, hold on a second. Yeah. Because look number five, that One, two, is, three, four, five. you remember what happens on the on the other side of that oh, when yes. the model turns around? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I totally <laughs> forgot about that because I can only see on the front. Um, yeah, because look number five on the back, it's just that front. There is no, yeah. there, the dress doesn't continue on the back. It's, it's very sheer um, in a completely different color. It's almost like the front of this dress. The well, there's a white, there's a white lace dress on the back of it. And this is like the facade of this green leather that's been sewn onto the front of it. Yeah, it's probably it's like a apron. fox leather. Okay. Yeah. Probably foxy. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fox leather apron. <laughs> essentially yeah which is, which is like insane and and also i just have to say like look number two also has it's you can't really see it on the cheat sheet but it also has um that same uh logo all over it yes yeah that's unfortunate yeah you know um it's also on look number four. The the shirt there, if you zoom into the shirt, the shirt is covered in the logo. And you can't see the back, but the back of that jacket. And I love jackets, but I actually didn't like this one. I thought it, there was just something um, strange about the way it fit. Almost like the, the sleeves were too long and um, the seams were in interesting places. I'll just say interesting and not terrible or bad. I just don't know. I, I, there's something off about it. And in the back, there were these Moldovian prints. I would, I mean, she she missed an opportunity in kind of balancing out just how much tan and khaki there is mm-hmm. with using a little bit more of her her homage to her country. So I just felt that that was kind of lost here. Can and and am I crazy or didn't like at some point in this, in in this long journey that we've been on, didn't we hear like, oh, I can't, I cannot do prints, I hate prints, <laughs> I hate these patterns, I cannot do patterns. Oh, so uh, it's too much. It's too. It's too much. I I hate doing these patterns. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. I totally forgot about that. It's like okay maybe like this wasn't the way to overcome your aversion. Oh, well <laughs> for Victoria, it kind of makes sense though. Right. Because it's, um, it's a, it's a brand and in, in, in a way it kind of leans into, I don't know. I, I, I think for her, it's not necessarily a, a print. It almost felt uh panicky to put that print all over the place. Um, yes. Not yeah. as confident yeah. as a, as a designer that, as we've seen her throughout the season. It was just like this is, yeah, this yeah. is a panic well, move. She literally says, "Oh, if the print, if the if the branding isn't there, it's too simple." Yeah. Whereas the two looks that that got the most favorable response were the the um, look number six and look number ten. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh, look number six. I saw that come out and I'm like, it is so 80s, but I don't care. <laughs> it, it's very much like a, I, I love that coat. And it was just a coat. Mm-hmm. It was just a coat. And it it's lined with khaki. You can see it on the cheat sheet, the way mm-hmm. she's lined that. But I thought it was just really beautiful, normal, very, very normal. 
Um, and also the last piece is controversial in a way only because she made it a day before the runway and everyone really loved it. What did you, what did you all think about that look? I really liked it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the testament to what you can do when you don't, when you, when you do not have the time to get in your head Mm. again. Yeah. You and, know? And, and when you have the skill, because I think this right. dress also really shows off her skill, which I like yes. to see. Yeah, in a way that doesn't underline it. Right. Yeah. And I, I really, uh, you know, I, the last piece, when we talk about sadness, like it, it kind of looks like this is what happens. We, we, because we did see a glimpse of this in the avant-garde challenge when she made that off the shoulder wonky looking jacket and people were like, where did this romanticness come from? You've been so tailored and like the cutouts and it's switching, switching and like all the straps. And all of a sudden we get this and I'm like, well, in a way I, I, this is what Victoria could has in her. And when you, when you bring up her skill, I, mm-hmm. I, I loved this dress mostly because it showed off what she's capable of doing. And it was, of course, satisfying to see her do something so different from the rows of, of similarness mm-hmm. that we've seen. Um, but this made me kind of long for another season where it's, it, you know, if it were different, if what I predicted would happen, which was by season by episode four, that Nina Garcia would be tired of seeing the same thing. And then they would have been like, I would like to see something different Then perhaps we would have seen a, more of a range that we see or see more of what she's capable of. Um, so yeah, yeah. Anything else about Victoria? Yeah. Took a while for us to see that range. I just want to say that look number six, I think it's number six, the pink coat, the magenta yeah. coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sixth look. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I am like, I'm looking at it wondering, what the heck is this? You know, why is, why didn't Victoria try to do a little, little, little something on this? Mm. I think I'm, everybody loved this coat, everybody. You loved it. The mm. judges loved it. I'm looking at it wondering, we've seen this a million times. So, Yeah, I don't think she was planning on showing that by itself because that coat used to be paired yeah. with look number two. And I think in yeah. her like mad dash to rework it and, and try to de-logo it, took the coat off. So I feel like she made it simple, but also um, un- unknowingly did something that was kind of like a nice little lull in my opinion just kind of in terms of the rhythm yeah. of the show but I, yeah a breather. yeah yeah a breather a breather um but that was supposed to go with that with look number two before yeah but i yeah i remember and i think that uh seven num- number nine is a breather you know look yeah. number nine is a breather um the YSL looking glittery jumpsuit is a bit of a breather. Hmm. So I just understand why. I, but you know what? It worked for her. But I was a little bit wondering, you could have done a little something, even if it was with the pockets, just a little something to, so that when someone sees this, like what I like about look number two is that it's very much Victoria. Mm-hmm. This is a Victoria thing. Take away the logos. You don't need the silly logos. When you, Look number, let's see. Even though I don't like the kind of wanna wanna be Chanel revamp of look number seven. No, excuse mm-hmm. me, look number. I'm sorry, I can't count. <laughs> or you can describe yeah. it. Look number nine, the white. It's sort of like Chanel on top, 
wannabe isimiyaki on the bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. So that it's sort of like okay, the pants are very much Victoria. Like that, there's the combination of things there that she does all the time that Victoria does all the time very consistently. When you look at the coat, the pink coat, this could be anything. This could be affordable hill figure mm-hmm. Zara. This could be anything, and that's what I. Yes, don't overdo it, but also don't underdo your own style. So that's why this coat left me a little bit like, eh, okay, you have a better breather. Hmm. But, of course, I'd rather see this and see this on top of three other things. But I was a little, yeah, I I would have liked to see just a little, little tiny bit more on that coat. Yeah. All right. Okay, so um, are you guys ready to move on to Nancy? Mm-hmm. All right. So we move on to Nancy's and she comes on out and thinks her family, her husband and her sons are there. Um, and the title of her show is sustain our ability. All right. And, um, and she's made a, she's made herself a pair of overalls out of that same material that she bought at mood. Yes, mm-hmm. she did. Same thing as in, okay. in look number four here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. So, Patricia, Nancy's on your bracket. Yeah. So, I'll take the lead on this. Have one. at it. Um, I just want to say that this show it was okay. I didn't understand why Dee Dee also had to be like. Why did we have to like see underpants on that look? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why that was needed. I thought the collection overall flowed really well. I think that um, I really like the, that fabric. Look number three. I could look at that fabric for days. <laughs> the fabric is just so optically rewarding, you know. Um, that's very nice. I thought the fit was really good on all of these. There was nothing that was bulbous. So I think that Nancy really took advice from the public relations team, Mm -hmm. Sarah and Rashna, I forget the surnames, but the KDC experience. So instead of just making everything kind of bulbous, so it quote, quote, fits everybody. um, I think that conversation was actually really useful to how Nancy made her final, her final choices and the editing decisions for this selection. Hmm. Yeah. Nalan, any thoughts? Um, I, a couple, mm-hmm. I think that, um, I think that my opinion on Nancy remains unchanged, which mm-hmm. is that I'm, I, 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 I love her story, and I love what she is doing. I don't think that she has um, a, still a much variety in pattern making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that when you really look at these looks, and I, and she kind of gets called out on it by the judges that it's kind of the same, like the like these the the fabric choice is doing a lot of the work. Yeah. And and it's like otherwise there's kind of simple band tops or there's mm-hmm. a sort of off of the shoulder look or there's it's it's kind of the same construction over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's fine. It's just that she doesn't have 
a, a lot of experience in engineering and it's not the way that she designs but it's you know we, we've said that that's like her working method is that she gets a bunch of fabric and drapes it on the form right. and cuts it out and then makes a dress but I think it's that thing of the reason why you train yourself over time in the kind of boring engineering parts is so that when you are improvising, you can make more interesting choices. Hmm. Whereas if you don't have access to a range of um, engineering understanding, for lack of a better term, then when it comes time to actually get the clothes to fit onto the model, you end up making conventional choices. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's sort of what's here in each one of these looks. As much as I, I like the spirit of the show, but I also, the other thing that was kind of irksome to me is there's a level of self-congratulation in the audience's applause for... Um, for certain of the models that is that feels very um, uh, unwarranted mm. yeah yeah it feels very othering you know yeah. like very yeah. just uncomfortable to watch as a viewer when you know that when, when yeah. you see that look at how fantastic um, we are for like we don't even care that this person has a prosthetic yeah mm. like we're you know, willing to call them fierce isn't that exciting of us yeah so, and you know what? Oh. Anyway, sorry. No, no, please don't apologize. Nayland, I wanted to say yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I also wanted to say that I think another, um, I don't, I'm not sure if obstacle is the right word, but um, the hang-up, the hang-up mm -hmm. that, I, that I think Nancy carries inside that also leads to these conventional forms, like in addition to the lack of the engineering techniques, is the fact, is this idea that uh, Rashna and Sarah pointed out, which is that uh, I don't see a person. Hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm going to make, and again, like this idea of the, the fit, which was called out on episode three, just because you are, quote, quote, designing for every space body, end quote, does not mean that fit isn't important. And I think that that's a huge, a, a huge factor of why the clothes also look so conventional and why Nancy isn't really thinking about the engineering factors much. Um, I, I don't think it's, it's lack of experience, but also just the way that Nancy is configuring what it means to dress without, without, with other priorities in mind. Mm -hmm. But fit is still important, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? Yeah, I was a little concerned about the fit of the sixth look, which is, um, yeah. I don't know what the names of these fabrics are. I mean, because Brandon pointed out, like... Lurex? Lurex, oh my gosh. Because, I, yeah, same thing. Like, I, there are all these fabrics I've never seen before, and they're used, and, um, and it's something that Brandon pointed out that... Uh, they look great under lights. So I'm pretty sure that on the runway, they looked amazing and really reflective and shiny. It's great. Um, it's just that number six was maybe the first look where I'm like, that doesn't fit. That's too tight. And, yeah. and you can see from yeah. behind that um, it's, it is too tight on that model. And from the front, it also doesn't really look like much either. And it seems as if in terms of thinking about, you know, Nancy's process and the, it's about the fabric. I don't think that fabric wanted to do what she was trying to do <laughs> with, mm -hmm. with that fabric mm -hmm. there. And something else would have looked much better. 
But it also in, in, in seeing it on the cheat sheet and seeing everything together, it's just a very shiny optical illusion. So it's optically beautiful. And I like how you say that optically rewarding um, because it, it, it kind of feeds into the showmanship of it. And I think in terms of talent, that's what Nancy has and, and, and being able to, to choose something and, and make something that looks visually appealing. Um, because I thought what I thought what Dee was wearing was not, a great showstopper. So if you're going to end the show with a showstopper, that didn't really wow me. It was the look before. So look number nine, I thought was pretty incredible, but also Mm -hmm. hidden by that coat. Great coat. Wonderful. But I remember seeing Nancy fit that in the workroom and the shape that this made on that model was really beautiful, but you don't get to see that it's covered up by this gigantic coat for the drama of it, which is great too. But, um, the shape that the dress on Dee Dee is making is interesting because it reminds me of we're going to, I'm going to do a deep dive. Let's go back into project runway history. If we remember the, there is a season, I, I want to say season 15 and there was a designer, a redhead from New Zealand or Australia. I'm not really sure, but they draped a Roman looking dress in pink and Tim Gunn was like, this is great. But that, kid got eliminated on the first episode because they're just like that shape's just a shape it's just really normal it, mm-hmm. it it's a bad drape and this dress reminds me of that shape <laughs> of that dress and it's just a, it's a simple drape it's like it's like draping 101 and i you know i am also a 101 level but it doesn't really seem that there's much going on with that dress other than the type of fabric and i don't see it on the cheat sheet but i'm pretty sure in person that fabric looked gorgeous and mm-hmm. so yeah, I just it's um and yeah. and I do I do believe that it is a real love letter to Dee Dee. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, yeah. It right. is it is I I think that Nancy's gratitude to Dee Dee is utterly sincere. Yes. And and it and it does it it allows Dee Dee to like rule the you know um, to to rule the the runway in a way that um, is you know is really nice to see, but mm-hmm. is also like I I agree with you. It's more of a frame than it is necessarily like the star. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, and that look, the preceding look, number nine. How I wish that was a, a not a pantsuit, but a pair of high waisted pants with a tube top like that. Mm. Oh, as mm. it, that would have that would have moved a little bit. It mm-hmm. almost would have more optical charisma, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Optical ter- charisma. <laughs> All right. Okay. That, um, fabric is, that fabric is just so nice to look at. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like it's it's very very attractive fabric. It's mm-hmm. great. It's real great. Um. Okay, ready to move on to Sergio? Yes. Yes. I'm. <laughs> I mean, I know he's. I know he's on your bracket, but <laughs> please but, go first. Um, okay. It's yeah. If you're chomping so, a bit, go ahead. So first of all, Sergio comes out <laughs> in like a, a a really unflattering outfit. I was so confused by this. I was like, "What is?" Sergio wearing. Can you describe what Sergio is wearing, Nalen? 
Um, it is uh, like light blue. Pa- it, it's like it. It looks like somebody's work shirt. <laughs> you can see that. You can see the um, the the tank top that he has underneath. Classy. And then and then he's wearing like a pair of pants with an elasticized waist and a drawstring. <laughs> and it is it is really, really confusing. And like the pants don't quite make it down to this to the shoes. They're a little too small. It's so weird. It's like a, it's a really odd thing. I'm mostly laughing at your description of his elasticized pants. I it just, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could have described it any better than that because I, I, you know, I, in my brain, my brain adjusted to Sergio's perspective for some reason. And I'm like, he's trying to dress like the end of the world. Like this is, this is Sergio's apocalyptic outfit where all the glaciers are gone and the whole world is an ocean anthem. It's just ocean. We're all dead, except for Sergio and this outfit. Um. Okay, kids. <laughs> I I I have a body in in at, at at various points. My body has not been unlike Sergio's. Um, and in in that neither one of us really has a waist. Mm-hmm. So when that's the case. And you wear trousers that are pleated at the front and have <laughs> side slash pockets. Mm-hmm. Then what happens is like the pockets puff out like little ears. Yeah. So you're in better shape if you wear if you wear jeans that are that have like a front pocket. You know, like a front scoop pocket rather than like the on the side seam slash pocket so that hmm. they don't expand out Sergio's um, uh, weirdly waist defining look is he has like those side pockets and they're doing that thing of like making it look like his hips are even larger huh. yeah I mean the <laughs> other thing that he, that Sergio could have done and I by the way I just want to say Nayland, people who don't know us don't know, but I am much smaller than you. (laughs) And I think, I mean, I don't know, you two can correct me, but I think people would call me thin, you know, like thin on the side. Oh, wait, on the thin side of thin, you know, like not, not like anemic, but no, uh, not anorexic, but, but I, I also don't have a waist. Like I'm like that rectangle with like toothpick legs, you know, and and I'm not slim, but so, I also don't have a waist. So I was kind of taking notes while you were talking about that, Nayland, because I'm like, huh, interesting. Like, yeah, and I was thinking, like, one thing that I often do is, like, I just don't tuck in a shirt. I just kind of do the shirt mm-hmm. over the pants so you don't see that yep. a lack of You just kind of have movement instead of feeling constricted <laughs> Yeah, while, I've started, while trying to have a waist. Because I've started <laughs> yeah. tying my shirts in the front to kind of create an illusion of a waist. So like just making like a knot in the front. Um, that's oh. how I kind of like deal with I that. I mean, do we think that this is, no, these are two distinct garments. 
even though they're even though they're the same color. Right. Yeah, God. and he, I think he's got um I think he's got cufflinks in. Oh dear. Like I think it's a French cuff, maybe? Maybe not. I can't tell. Wait, but but wait, man. Are you trying to say that this Texas OPEC periwinkle jumpsuit has French cufflinks? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not a jumpsuit. Uh, on closer examination. Oh God, I don't know. I I hope it isn't because honestly, also this is not just runway day. This is not just debut at Fashion Week day. This is yeah. also you're planning to propose to your boyfriend day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, the collection is called Ocean Anthem, <laughs> and um and and now that I look at it all together. Like a better name would be Ice Cap Cotillion, because because <laughs> when you look at all of these dresses together, this is fucking cotillion wear. Jeez, whoa, Goodness. You know, I, yeah. But aside of lampshade, because there were some <laughs> things there that reminded me of lampshade. <laughs> I was actually thinking like there's like a twist of Westworld in here too, because I'm sorry with that third look. Well, no, the, not the third look. Let's say one through ten. Also, mm. Westworld season three is back out, and I've been catching up, social distancing, doing all this other stuff. I, you know, time to watch a little bit more of Westworld. When number mm-hmm. three came, no, when number two came out, um, this is weird, but I had a, a dream about this where because I wish I had said it last week because there's a little bit of Dimitri in this. There's a little bit of over embellishment yes. with these sleeves that I've not seen him do all season. And it kind of makes no sense as to why he's putting in it into his collection now, but also it's the only thing out of everything in the collection that has these over embellished sleeves and not really balanced too much out by this very Western slew uh, saloon looking mm-hmm. skirt as well. Um, and also I don't think it's, it's not, I'm not complimenting saying it's compared to Westworld because it's, it's, it, they look, it looks like a costume and that, that, that look is pretty Tanya F. Tucker, you know, <laughs> and I, I mean, and like, like lean into it if that's, if that's what you're going to do. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh man. Mm. Yeah. I, I just, it kind of, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say one thing I liked, but please finish No, what you didn't like. No, I, I think it kind of, it does a weird turn here with, so we finally get to see the, the, the piece that Christian was concerned about in the workroom that was too tight. It was showing everything is look number yeah. four from the front. It, it's this ice blue, very fitted th- quarter, three quarter length sleeve turtleneck dress with a high, low hemline and just fringe on the sides and it's it's doing a lot of stuff there's i think he also made her a bustier because you can also see that from underneath um to provide some structure but i don't know why um Mm -hmm. but that's where it turns into this very conventional looking sleeve uh you know sleeveless dress that was kind of like the darling of the show you know this also was an episode filled with applause. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen these many applause for our designers since um, perhaps actually Christian Siriano's runway where everyone was just like on their feet during that, that show. Um, very beautiful, but um, very conventional. And mm. so there's a lot of up and 
downness here, but for the most part, you know, beautiful clothes, but just some crazy out there costume things happening. Because after we get, and I think it's Nora. You got to fringe right? them hips. I mean, come on. Look at the next piece was bonkers to me. That, that, that like skirt at the very bottom, it looks very cheap. It's a weird looking green color. And then that's where we get our first and only sighting of green fringe. It's so ugly. Like I just, I think that's, it's ugly piece. Makes me kind of mad. That, that is what I call the lampshade dress. That's yeah. like one of those mm-hmm. lampshades you see in a like David Lynch film. Yes. But then this is, but this is Sergio going, oh, cover that leg. Make it classy kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Which is like, no, it's better. Just let the leg show. You know, yeah. if you're going to do it, <laughs> let the leg thank, show. Thank God she has those pockets. Oh. <laughs> 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 like, uh, you know, he, he can be like, yep, yep. Because, you know, that's what classy lady needs is, you know, cover up them legs and give her something to, you know, put do her hands. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you're putting in those pockets, don't tell Sergio because that's that's just too much information. Um, and then the next look looks very pageantry to me, um, with a lot going on with the train. It's 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 very beautiful, beautifully made. Very, it, it fits well. But um, again, like this, like what are we doing here with this? calling it an Arctic anthem or no, an ocean anthem deal, because it would have made more sense to call it, you know, ice cap cotillion, I think is a great title for this or something that references Texas. Mm. I mean, put this into a better context. Cause if you open this being like, Oh my God, the world is melting. But you know, as we go down, you know, slap on some fringe and let's, let's head to the social distance at this rodeo. I don't know. Um, okay. The, also the last piece we've seen this dress before it's in his portfolio, but it's magenta. Oh, I just have to say, I'm not mm-hmm. impressed. Okay. Like we've, he's made this dress before and then, yeah. um, yeah. But that t-shirt though, that, where, that, huh? the what? that see-through, that see-through t-shirt and look number eight. Again, like, <sighs> You could see the pasties on this model. Why was it see-through? Why? Because that's what t-shirts are on, on <laughs> Planet Sergio. It, I guess this is his version of effing it up. It's like, I'll show yeah. you some pasties. Yeah. It, you like that? Because yeah. uh, he can't Actually, even say the F what's, word. What's hilarious is that like at the moment that there was that it started to have holes in it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> Like, actually, probably closer to what Brandon meant by effing it up. Yeah. By, like, fucking it up. But it's like, yeah, it's like, why don't you have, like, a sloppy, loose t-shirt that's got holes in it, you know, or, or like, a you know, if it's going to be, like, a dragnet sweater, like, let it have, you know, have some holes in it. Yeah. I mean, put some holes in that sweater and then take out some pleats in that skirt like that skirt yeah my god it is pleated slash all of them they're just so it's I've, I've never even thought that this was a thing that it could be too circled or too gathered like it's just 
Th- that that skirt underneath is gathered within an inch of his life. Um, yeah. And uh, and yeah, and I I think if he had gone out, and I thought about that too, where it would have been great if he was if he let that hole um, on that sleeve stay a little bit. But it really would have. It was just too late um, for the rest of the mm-hmm. collection. So it it definitely was set out as an anomaly. But you go through everything else, and it's just like you can't. It's just too late. It's too late for 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 Sergio. Right. We can't save him <laughs> from his melting yep. ice caps. Oh, bye man. bye. All right, ready for Jeffrey? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Jeffrey comes on out. Actually. Um, can you guys introduce Jeffrey and I'm going to be Jeffrey. <laughs> um, Naylan, do you want to take this one? No, no. Okay. Just, just someone announced. Okay. Yeah. Just someone else. Yeah. So like, but, but there's no announcers. So should I just say now, now for Jeffrey? Yeah. Just say, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is a terrible <laughs> start to this game. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, my, my apologies. I am often slow with these game things. Okay. That's all right. Yes, so, and. Yes, now. and. <laughs> all right. And now for the finale of this year's Fashion Week, we have Jeffrey. Oh. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> hi, I'm, I'm Jeffrey. You know, I'm, I made these clothes. I hope you like them. Thanks to family friends who come here, do things and support all your work. Um, support me. Thanks so much. Purple Heart. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I, I'm, yeah. I, it is uncanny. It, I know that you guys all for a second were transported back to actual TV. The time that you watched this happen, he clomped on out and it's actually exactly how it went. Anyway, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Jeffrey's mom is adorable. <laughs> so great. And she doesn't even dress up. Yeah. I know. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's like, <laughs> right. It's a little bit like Jeffrey's mom goes, now he's not in drag? <laughs> oh, and speaking of like, drag. Like I've had, drag. oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. My apology. Um, speaking of drag, who's next to, to Jeffrey's mom? Uh, oh my gosh! I, 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 don't, I don't get I this don't reference. Is. You, oh my. Okay, so Zaldi, Zaldi has basically designed every gown that RuPaul has worn. Oh, on, oh. On drag race. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! So, yeah. So wait, Nayland, when you said earlier that this isn't RuPaul's best friend drag race, you. You, oh, okay. So that wasn't a joke on Zaldi. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. It, no, I, it's like a, it's an ongoing joke about Drag Race. Yeah. That like, that yeah. it's like. Not here to make friends. <laughs> right. Exactly. This is a, this oh. is RuPaul's Drag Race. It's not RuPaul's best friend race. Friend race. Right. I remember. <laughs> but I was like, oh, but there's actually one one of RuPaul's best friends on this episode. So I'm sure <laughs> there was a double pun. Yeah. Um. I was like, oh, my God, Zaldi is actually here. Yeah. And we know Zaldi from Jeffrey was just working with Zaldi on a Disney movie. Yes. From episode. Yes. Anyway. And, yeah. He goes back in. Also, I think he looks great. I, 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 but, but, yeah, he underdresses. And then we get, like, 
the you know who comes to the to like be silhouetted against the backdrop. Um, Fidget. Who like stomps before she walks out and then Love just that. like and and attacks. I mean, Fidget. I mean, I'm so happy that he opened the show with Fidget. Um, because she set the, she set the tone, but also set the theme. It's purple, you know, Mm -hmm. very, just have her first. At first I was like, no, Vision should be last, but no, no. I thought it was an amazing way to start off strong with a strong look that he has really worked hard on. And I think was the most insecure out of every piece on, in, in this collection. I think he was the most worried about this look. So to start off with this, I was like, oh, wow, this is great. Well, <laughs> also, can we say, like, for I I confess that I listened to another um, podcast um, about this. Uh-huh. Not that there are any other. Any other this is the um, only podcast about Project this, Runway. This there is are the no only other. Project Runway cut podcast <laughs> there is. But um, at some point, I, I might have heard another one, and they were completely confused about like the things that you know the like the extra sleeves and stuff and it's like oh guys what? veins and arteries yeah this is like Thigeon's thing is like this is the closest to a purple heart yeah. that oh. is that is there like that's what the shape is of the jacket mm-hmm and that's and that's what the what the things trailing off of the undergarment are about referencing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't get that reference, I think it's amazing. I I, I, I yeah. love the flow of it and it's something that he you know, he again he fixed it from last week where Thijin had the jacket closed. Um and I, I do think in terms of the shape of it, it was important that some of them be closed, but you know, open them yeah. up. Um, and she was wearing like a, a pleated chainmail skirt. Um, is that chainmail? No, not chainmail. I'm sorry. It's no, it is chainmail. No, right? I think it's all jersey, isn't it? Isn't the it isn't the stuff that's underneath like yeah jersey? He, no, she was wearing fabric. she was wearing this skirt last week. That's not in the collection. Um, he got rid right. of it, but I, yeah, right. I can't remember the, the material. But yeah, he changed to this, and I think it it was a it was a good move with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, have at it, you guys. Let's talk about this overall. Well, when I saw this last week, when I saw like the the initial looks, I was like, "All right, like why? Where was any of this for the avant garde challenge?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is the most avant-garde work that we've seen from any of the designers this entire season. Yes, I yeah. totally agree. Yeah, you know, like really trying to think about clothes in uh, in a different way. There is, I mean, obviously, there's pieces here in the collection that that I like more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, this was also sort of the first time that I saw stuff in in Jeffrey's collection that I was like, I would wear that. Yep. Like like there's stuff there there's stuff in here that I would definitely um, want to wear. There's stuff. I I have to say that look number three is least successful for me. 
Hmm. Or it's sort of a tie between three and eight. Okay. But, like, Mm. that's where it sort of feels like the kind of the most standard black trench. Like, like not so thought through. And I kind of wish that there had been something else with it. It just, it feels a little, um, that feels a little simple to me. Yeah. There's something about, you know, maybe it was like a, a, a thing with Nancy also because, Jeffrey also has amazing fabrics, very ex- expensive fabrics. And that was one where the fit was strange to me. And I love mm-hmm. coats. I love a coat. But this one, I was like, it, I'm pretty sure it's a beautiful coat. It gets lost in the fabric. And also the, the tailoring wasn't mm-hmm. something that I really understood. I was like, I don't get it. Because right before it, my favorite look is look number two. Yeah, <laughs> I, it is great. Uh, love it the elbows on that jacket are incredible but also i love that we went from we went from a purple heart to an all purple look to this all black look and um like another version of it but still along the sides um signs of the same deal but even more stuff like but it still was so great and also would wear it i would wear it wear it on the street i wear Mm -hmm. it on the subway it's just great um mm-hmm. and um yeah i and okay and also want to bring up the one two three four five six seven seven and eight so we have our uh, what jeffrey would call the open bra look um or patricia you call it the harness look um or the uh, harness motif i think i call it i think i call it the star trek look oh you mm. you did what how did, did I, I forget that i mean i thought maybe i Perhaps. In my head, like the Star Trek, like Vulcan dressing gown. By the way, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, this is just from like ads, not from actually seeing the show. Just see the ads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, same. Um, I'm a Star Wars person. Not that you have to be, you have to choose, but I choose, and I chose Star Wars. But um, anyway, but like with with those two looks, I mean, the thing that I liked about it is that it didn't look it. Uh, he's using that fabric and they, they, um, I think they reference Versace, uh, or Valentino. I'm, I'm not really sure which V designer they, they reference, but it looks rough. It was Versace. Okay. Versace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks rough. And, um, I don't mind that it doesn't have that very, uh, liquidy look that I think people have come to expect from this type of fabric. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I like these dresses. One, two, three, four, five, six. I love seven. Number eight, not so keen on it, but yeah. I don't mind. I, there's something about just how he's using it that I think it's better that they have that rough worked look. Um, mm-hmm. But when you have that rough worked look on, for instance, number three, that's where it, it, it just kind of loses me a little bit because, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't fit that, that great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought I, nine was also a weak look. Yeah, same. I agree with you. It's this is sort of where it's. Um, I, I I wouldn't necessarily go Star Trek, but it does. I'm I I would go sort of. I don't know. Did either of you guys ever see Captain EO? Oh, no. Captain EO! That was a ride <laughs> at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Michael Jackson attraction at yes. Disneyland 
by Francis Ford Coppola and starring Ange- like there's some looks that Angelica Houston has I think in there where she's sort of like evil queen or something mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly that that remind me of of that huh. of that look yeah it definitely has like but, a late 70s like party or uh, intergalactic what the future looked like but in the 70s can we also yeah. say though like what a relief it is to have um a couple of male models actually walking in this like it changes mm. the tone entirely i think of the shows yeah yeah you know have we seen male models walk on project runway in the in in fashion week i mean in in the finale yeah, i don't know finale. i don't i don't remember if there were people who did that last year Okay. Um, you know, but uh, but it's nice. Um, it's nice to see. Although I don't know, everybody seemed really excited for like this model that's in um, uh, look number six, and I he has like his presentation. I always found off-putting, like weirdly yeah. stiff and unexpressive, <laughs> and not like a good walker. No, that person walks like they are Lego. I mean, I'm just gonna, I don't know what this person's gender is. I'm just going to throw one out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Le- Lego man. Lego man. <laughs> yeah. On, on yeah. Yeah. I, and, and it's not the clothes because that's no, what they not. did the last time they were in a different outfit. Okay. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't really sure. I, I, I didn't pay attention um, the last time they were on the show, but I thought the way they walked in this what would have been cool if everyone did it because it was i mean he, it looks really kind of like a futuristic looking especially with that bag like maybe maybe they're like a, a coroner or you know on a ship somewhere and doing something that's a little um not you know just something that you kind of want to get your head at and but not not for the show where where you have fission opening up <laughs> you can't I don't think you ought to yeah. follow up with this robot-looking twist and turn because that's yeah. basically what it was. It was like a very robot-y rotation that was real strange. But I was yeah. like, it would be kind of cool if some of them walk like that, but he was the only one. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the contrast between his outfit and the outfits on either side. Mm. Like, that is super exciting to me. Yeah, You know, that, that that's really a moment of, like, when you're that's a, a such a smart thing to do in mm-hmm. uh in your project runway like finale show because it's uh it it you see the way that it makes sense with the rest of the clothes but it's so unexpected yeah. and it's such a different idea about dressing from like what's on either side of it I mean, and and so to kind of like lean into my bias because this was my favorite collection, and in mm. my in my apartment watching this, I was screaming. I just was, I because I think mm-hmm. it was just so happy. It felt like a confident runway, and so in how you know, just sort of describing the rhythm of it to have that in the middle, um, and and sort of th- these two pieces being the middle of this collection. I don't know. It just kind of seems like like a very confident move because it does look very different from everything else we've seen. But he still has the motif in that that sleeve, and even in the um, the puffer jacket, like the the yellow puffer jacket, 
he put those um those same like cutouts yeah. like those slits so it's not just a puffer jacket it's a very very designed type of of stuffing there and it continues here but also in in that in 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 piece number five i don't know i i thought it was just it was just a, 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 actually a, a breath of fresh air <laughs> mm-hmm. actually a breath in how sheer it was and and how different but it's how it was just a very different piece that still felt like it belonged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about the last piece? Fun. Super fun. Yeah. I would totally wear that. <laughs> I would too. Yeah. I, I don't think I can wear that. I, I would be like Christian. It would just swallow me up. <laughs> but but I like think... even Christian being swallowed up by it was having fun which i think is the is is so much the thing right like when you have like of course it's like a completely goofy thing but you could have fun in it yeah absolutely what i would love to wear is look number two because i already wear like bulbous pants like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i don't I i love that coat i love the coat Mm-hmm. With the, um, elbows, but yeah. I I don't understand in the in the first look. Like I I also really loved this collection. It was my favorite. It was the most cohesive, and therefore I thought it deserved to win. And while I was watching it down the runway, or after it was over, I was like, that was amazing. I still was thinking, I hope somebody else doesn't win. Um, but out of all of the looks, I still don't understand on the first look. Why I, the only thing I, I love I love it. It's it's the kind of bulbous coat that I could wear, mm-hmm. but I don't understand how the the garment beneath it, the dress, has this sort of like mammary gland offshoot thing hmm. that I find very unresolved and kind of strange and, and but but it's deliberate, so I just don't understand it because Jeffrey is not Nancy. Jeffrey is far more deliberate in mm. the design process, you know. Um, oh. I, I was like, when you see it walking on yeah. the runway, I to see if I can give you a time. Although I'm on the Roku broadcast, it may not be the same as what you're looking at. Here we go. Okay. Um, it's like. You mean like when she, twir- when she twirls around? Kind even of? when Thidji walks down the runway let's see oh, missed it yeah it's around 47 30 48 oh 47 right. yeah 47 48 is when she starts to twirl and then you can sort of see it yeah 47 48. and she's holding yeah. the jacket open yeah 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 there's like this strange offshoot from pigeon's torso and i'm like that's fine that's fine but i'm like i don't understand it like, I'm not offended, I'm not insulted, but I'm like, what does that do? Like, I don't get it. Um, but this, yeah, this was my favorite collection, too. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so we could go on and on all day. Um, yeah. But let's move on to um, to post to post runway, because we have mm-hmm. this, and there's, you know, there's a little bit of time happening, and 
and typically we go straight to the judging, but this time is the finale. So we've got to ask people back, say like, who do you think is going to win? And I don't think anyone really came out and said anything strongly towards, I want everyone to win, but we do mm-hmm. get a shot of Sebastian who was our winner from last, from last season, who was, I think was, um, you know, I kind of agreed with him. It's like, wow, this is a really strong finale and they're going to have a, you know, the gracious thing to say, the non-committal right. thing to say, I don't know who's going to win. They're going to have a, such a hard time choosing the winner. Um, right. I'm glad I don't have to pick. I know. It's like, oh, oh, thanks. Thanks. I don't, I just don't have to say yay or nay to anyone. Don't have to <laughs> rock any boats. Mm-hmm. Um, and something else happens. Uh, you know, um, Sergio gets engaged, blah, blah, blah. Do, do do we want to talk about that or can we skip over it? I feel mm. <laughs> I can skip I, it. I mean, the people who are around him applauding for him, I, it do not seem to be the other designers. No, it's not. Um, and it's and it's interesting because everyone's with their families or with their models, um, mm-hmm. kind of around, but but they are with the cameras. So they're, you know, everyone's with their own set of cameras and, you know, they, 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 mm-hmm. catch it. um, uh, and Kate says yes. So yay. Mm-hmm. All right. On to the judging. If so for this part, um, they bring all of the designers back out again. We have Serena Williams, who is our amazing guest judge and we go through all of the designers and essentially, you know, down the line, they start off. I'm not really sure if they start off backwards, but they do start off with Jeffrey. Um, and then, you know, and kind of go down the line, Victoria and everyone else. But for this part, did anything in particular stand out with the judges feedback or anything that really comes to mind and how they judge before we announce who actually won this whole thing? <laughs> Mm. Uh, not it, to me. Yeah, I, I no. I mean, it it all seemed pretty standard. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody got like lots of praise and a little, you know, a a, a little ding on on certain things. Mm-hmm. Did anything kind of scream out to you like this person's definitely not going to win? Um, Nina tries one last time to um to Uh, like (laughs) oh well no i meant to like like beat some sense into sergio oh okay okay you know at that bit that is the thing about like these looks are very dated and blah blah and then sergio gives you know has his emotional moment that's um you know I I'm a control freak because I felt so endangered as a kid mm-hmm. and this is the way that I can but like deal with that emotional terror is by controlling everything that's around me which is probably accurate. Yeah, I mm-hmm. totally agree. Um but um but you know there's and they kind of go like well that's really nice but you know then go ahead like just don't apologize for yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, oh, and and Brandon does say that he thinks the most successful piece is the turtleneck. 
Uh huh. <laughs> With the chocolate boots. Yes, turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> Because on, on everyone else's planet, that's a turtleneck. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that is a long sleeve turtleneck. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, to be fair, starts with the letter T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he was like, you said, you, I heard I heard T. So mm-hmm. I, I, for me, T stands for turtle. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Everybody, everybody wants Victoria's white dress. Yes. You know, that was that was the moment where I was like, oh, my God, are we going to like, I, are we going to, is Victoria going to win this? Okay. And that's, that's what I thought. Same. Exactly same. what I thought. We're all, I've, and I blame the judges for this, because when they were deliberating, and, and, you know, we can kind of clump all this together, but when they were deliberating about that, I don't remember who said this, but they're just like, she can win the whole thing alone on that dress. And I was like, are you kidding me? That would be so unfair. But also, you know, Nina going, ah, we have not seen this fluidity from you. And I'm just like, it's kind of your fault, Nina, because you've been praising Victoria for doing the same thing every episode instead of pushing her to do more. And you could have seen more of this. You maybe, mm-hmm. who knows? But for every single week, it's like, it's the same. You win. And I'm like, fine, finally, we get to the last dress. And I'm just like, oh, my God, we'd love this. Like, and it, I, I was just, I was so sure she was going to win after that. I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, please. Oh my I gosh. know. Yeah. And, and I thought, no, 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 no. Because even though I did like that dress, too, I, mean, I would never wear it, but I liked it. It is not a cohesive collection, especially not after seeing Jeffries. Mm-mm. Oh no, not not you at all. Not so all. It, it would be very unfair. Yeah. Um, anything else before we uh, we proclaim the winner mm-hmm. of <laughs> season eighteen, Project Runway, Two Point Bravo? Anything else? Any final words? We want to get any quips in? Any observations? <laughs> not no all right no okay so Nalen and, Pat- and patricia <laughs> who is the winner of project runway season 18 dun, 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 dun. i'm very happy to say that it was jeffrey <gasps> yes Nobody's bracket. <laughs> no. Nobody. Nobody's bracket. And um. And and uh. Yeah. The I, thing. The thing that I love at this moment mm-hmm. is that Chelsea jumps all over him. <laughs> like Chelsea is so happy for him. I mean, because there is another <laughs> angle. From the previews from last week where they're just like, oh, this is the scene after we declare the winner. When Chelsea, and you can see it, she leaps out of her seat and she's like pointing like, yes, yes. And for some reason, I was like, oh, my God, is it Jeffrey? Because I was like, who would she be screaming like that for? And for me, it was like, it's either Jeffrey or Nancy. And so I was like, okay, I don't think it's Victoria because I don't think Chelsea would be that happy about Victoria. And I don't think anyone would be that happy about Sergio. So in my head, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's got to be Jeffrey or Nancy. Oh, my God. What's <laughs> happening? And um, 
and then we get um and and also like in the moment of congratulation when Jeffrey like pops the cork on the champagne <laughs> and starts chugging it, there's this other kind of super cute guy that's lurking around in the background who I guess is like friends and family or something of Jeffrey. Oh, wait, what who, does he look like? Is there a beard? Uh there shaved head, beard, very sort of classic gay man, kind of a big nose, very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, he sort of swats Jeffrey on the butt, and I was like, that's not one of the designers. Who is that? Oh, my gosh. Wait. Oh, no. Because, you know, of course, coming into this, we mentioned that last episode, like, Jeffrey's been through a lot. Lost, yeah. Broke up with a, a boyfriend and um, hurt himself. It had to have, like, you know, I don't, you know, was in an immobilizer and a bunch of stuff. Like, his dad was injured, had surgery, couldn't be there. Oh, no. Maybe. Maybe. Who is this person? I, you know, could easily just be moral support or somebody that... I mean, Zaldi is there, I think, well, still. Yeah, Maybe yeah, not. Zaldi's there. Yeah. I mean, but but that guy was at the show, too, and I was sort of like... He, he sort of piqued my interest. Huh. Oh, guy. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, I, I totally didn't so he... So, so then we get, like, the credits are rolling... And Jeffrey gets on the phone, and it well, it's very, very emotional and crying, and and purple and very sweet. Um, and uh, and um, and then what happens? Oh, Ernest. so oh. he gets he we hear like do do because he's making a phone call, and some people pick up, and he goes. Dad, Mom, I've got something to tell you. I just won Project Runway. And we hear the best sound ever, which is his mother screaming her face off. Or actually, no, 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 no. it's not her mother. That's it's his dad. It's his, his dad. Mom was, his, his mom was his at, mo- the, his, at the show. Right. Because there, well, there was it, someone else on that phone screaming like that. That's him. That's, a, that's his dad. It was just the dad? Yeah. Just I thought the that dad. Oh, I okay, so at first, okay, I've watched this twice, and I should have gone my first in sync. At first, I was like, "That's his dad screaming," and then I I watched yeah. it again. I heard two people. Oh no! But no, his dad. dad okay, yeah, his dad is screaming his head off, and then Jeffrey goes, uh, "I I hope you're proud of me." He goes, "I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you." And I was like, "That's all Jeffrey wanted. Yeah, it's all he wanted, and I'm so glad he got it." I mean. I I also screamed in my apartment when they called Jeffrey's name. I just like just I was like my windows were up. I don't care. I was like the whole neighborhood. We're all in our houses right now, and so just screaming. But yeah, his dad. He's like, Dad, can you hear me? Oh my God! Like so, I I just just won, and it's just screaming. Um, it's just it's, it's so great, and it's and very Jeffrey's color doesn't change. He's still incredibly shaky, and he's like, Oh my God! I hope. I hope you're proud of me. He's like, I'm so proud of you, son. It's like, yeah, so I love you so much. Like, I love you too. And then he goes, and I wrote this down. He goes, all the counseling in the world can do what Project Runway has done for me. I'm going to take at least four days off in a row. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think I think Jeffrey should take four days off, but also get counseling. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. especially yeah. since he has more time now that'd be great 
but I mean, I, I mean, that. wasn't it Jeffrey's dad who was like, um, I wished I'd had a boy and not a girl? Uh, yeah. Yep. So many things to unpack there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah, that's that's like that's the original edit, you know, before we got the the other part of the narrative that yeah. they are sort of friends now. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, this is the beginning, Jeffrey. You've run one project runway more now than ever. You've got incredible success. You need to talk to a therapist to process mm. all of this. And also to think about how you're going to continue on into this next stage of your career. I'm talking to Jeffrey as if he's listening. He's not listening. But honestly, like I was like, Jeffrey, perfect time. You also have the money. Yeah. Go get a counselor. Mm-hmm. And let's just start yeah. with it and, and, and continue your relationship with your dad. But also, this is great. This is amazing. This is the time to to kind of like, you know, I don't know. Let's just kind of. Yeah, just just dig in, just dig in, get your crew together. But also you need you need to. Yeah, Project Runway. Yes, this is great. But also mm-hmm. great. Yeah, get, also I mean, amazing. I'm going to say something to Jeffrey that, you know, I mean, I'm just going to say it, but it's not like I know what I'm talking about. Meaning, plan for your success. <laughs> like, get comfortable planning for your success. And what yeah. I mean is, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not there yet, you know. Either well, I'm not one to give that advice, but I think that's something I would like to see um, Jeffrey do. And I, I know therapy could help with that. Yeah. Well, I, I will say, I don't know if either of you guys watched the post show. I did, I did. I watched it. Oh. So, you know, it on there, Jeffrey talked, quite frankly, about having gone through um, a number of like a like a, in the way that a lot of folks have in fashion, yeah. like gone through a number of experiences with like backers and kind of losing a business and mm-hmm. building it back yeah. up again and it falling apart again. And so yeah. I I I do um think um uh, that he uh is i i like to think that he's taking your advice to heart patricia because <laughs> because i i think that he's he was really frank about having already had the experience of things kind of mm. um you know falling apart and and in a number of different scenarios yeah but i think i think there's a little bit more to jeff meaning I want to see Jeffrey emotionally plan for success. Yes. Hmm. Cuz I yeah. think Jeffrey plan for success with practicalities and doing but emotionally like I don't want to see more kind of subconscious self-sabotage of losing things and you know what I mean hmm. maybe not self-sabotage but making decisions in that way um which is not planning for success it's like planning mm-hmm. around success. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, because also in that post interview, Christian pointed out, like, he's like, yeah, so, um, I would like a jacket and mm-hmm. he goes, and so Jeffrey was like, oh, oh really? Oh. And kind of like, like, like thinking that Christian was kidding and Christian's like, no, I want you to make me a jacket. I'm commissioning you. I will pay for it. Make me a jacket. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. And I was just like, here it is. It's starting. Like, this is, like, one of those things. But um, I just I just thought it was a, a really lovely moment. But it also because, you know, Christian took 
uh, one of the signs, like Project Runway signs off the wall and gave it to him. It's like, I still have mine and kind of like welcome him into this, you know, you know, kind of like this mindset or even thinking about being approached or what's is actually happening. Cause Jeffrey of course was in shock. And, um, yeah. but I, I think this, this planning for success emotionally, he really, he really does need that, but I'm, I'm really glad. And I think in this moment, he and Christian really connected, you know, all of these mm-hmm. things about Christian, I think, I think Jeffrey and, or Christian was a great mentor for, for Jeffrey. Um, and also being a, a project runway alum winner, I, I'm glad that he was the first person to kind of give Jeffrey Aww. the rundown of like, just also cause Christian is so, you know, he is, he's not going to be uh, emotionally calling, but kind of like, no, I'm, I'm, I mean it. I'm not torturing you. I'm not kidding about wanting a jacket from you. I want mm-hmm. it. <laughs> this is the one time I'm not being snarky. Exactly. Yes. So. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, so speaking of alums. Yes. Um, did either of you see um, back in February, but this seems like a good time to bring it up. Um, the Sebastian Gray Fashion Week. Oh, my gosh. Show. Or, or pictures of it. I, I, I saw pictures. Yeah, of it. I saw pictures galore of it. Okay. What did you think? I thought it was very season 17. So it, it looked familiar. I'll say that. But yeah. the clothes were gorgeous. <laughs> so shiny. Uh, lots of tur- turquoise, because I'm a sucker for turquoise, and orange. Um, but I thought, you know, he bre- he's doing a lot of pleating like pleating is a thing these days and a lot of layering and separates and he's still doing that um that stitch that quilting stitch that he's really good at doing um but shaping it i could go on but let me not but i Mm. I loved it i thought it was beautiful so i don't know the double belting seemed heavy in a lot of the looks mm -hmm. to me yeah Mm. well i have a question for both of you guys yes um, which is how do you rate this season overall? Mm. Oh man, I'm biased. I'm I love all of them, even the bad ones. <laughs> even the bad seasons. <laughs> so I, you know, I and also I've never been so happy to lose at a bracket battle. So <laughs> I, you know, this episode really kind I you know I'm just gonna say I I love the season I just I loved it I like all the new things that they're trying and the things that I'm upset about and annoyed by um I'm looking forward to the next season I would say that I'm just I I I liked I think I enjoyed season 17 more but only because I really was a little disappointed with how uh, the whole thing with Victoria was was handled that's I would say that that's sort of the blemish on this season just being confused every episode as to why she was still making the same thing. And that was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. And also Sergio, you know, of course, but that goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, what about you, Patricia? I think it was sort of humdrum until the finale for me. Hmm. Um, I mean, I enjoy watching it because I enjoy thinking and, and looking at how people make their decisions, like how things look, how things move when they're done. I love because I don't sew. I don't. I know. I don't 
know how to do any of this. Mm-hmm. I'm just in awe of the whole thing. I'm like, wow, they made that. Even when I'm wondering, what, even with Sergio's looks, I'm like, wow, what the heck is going on? But wow, that happened, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so it's all one big wow factor for me. It's sort of like not the world that I'm in. But I have to say, in terms of the video crew and the edits that we've been giving, this has been a very this has this show has had the most personality in terms of editing that any other seasons that I've known oh, that yeah. I've seen before. I've seen them all. Yeah, shout out to those editors. Amazing and so funny, mm. <laughs> enjoyable. Mm. Yeah, like that moment on this one on the finale episode when. Um, there's like makeup talk with Sergio and all of a sudden it cuts to um, Victoria going, screwdriver. I learned the word. <laughs> I know. Back to makeup. Back to makeup. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. That was a deep cut callback because we, we also had on camera the moment she learned what screwdriver meant. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was like a callback to like episode two or something. Um, Things like that. Yeah. What about you, Nayland? Um, I, I'm a little bit with Patricia. I thought it was kind of, kind of, um, uh, kind of humdrum. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled with the win, but the season as a whole didn't have great, um, didn't have great like standout moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about things like, um. Uh, like it looked like we were going to get a lot of Allentude, and then that just disappeared. There was the there was the whole thing with the Kushners. Like I think the mm-hmm. thing that worked mm-hmm. that that is that was good about it was that it was like no 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 this is not a um it this is this is not a show where we're going to lean into the cat fights mm. right so. Like it's, we didn't have any situation like with the twins or uh-huh. any, you know, nobody was like that big a villain. Thank um, but, but at the same time, there was a, there was, um, there, I think they struggled to find storylines. Like, remember the, we were, it looked like we were going to get a big storyline of like, Nancy doesn't know what she's doing and she's fucking up the equipment for the other designers. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. <laughs> um, you know, or that, or, or, um, you know, um, or people's health issues and like dropping out mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, all of that stuff just seemed like, it was kind of there, but it wasn't. It wasn't really compelling from a story point of view, and I didn't. I didn't find like there were moments in the close, except at the finale, where I felt mm. like, okay, wow, this person is really like, you know, pulled out something that I did not expect to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, I I I totally agree. I think that's one of the reasons why I was so upset at well, that is the reason why I was so upset with Victoria's last look <laughs> with that dress. Mm. Um Yeah. I mean, and So so fine. Is yeah. I you know what would be my call on it. Okay. Listeners, what did you think? How did you rate it? Please let us know. 
Actually, please read it because and I'll and, and thank you for mentioning that. And and because I keep forgetting to um, to say that people have been writing in and I, I, I was saying it every week and I and I ask you y'all every week to write in. But um, people have been sitting in their their thoughts mid season. And that's also been happening on Facebook, which is has been a lot of fun um, mm-hmm. um and some people will will comment as they're watching the show and so but on instagram um which which you two both can see there have been people who have been asking like is it me or does it seem kind of bleh and mm-hmm. and it has been usually when i post like a cheat sheet on instagram and and i i suspect that there are a lot of listeners out there who agree with the two of you and not saying that I disagree. It's just that I, I know that I'm, it's almost weird. I'm weirdly incapable of feeling like kind of meh about it. I just love it so much, but it's also maybe there's a block in my heart that doesn't let me lean in too much about that stuff. But I mean, there are blatant disappointments. Um, and so listeners, it would be really interesting to hear what your thoughts are. And again, you have, a little bit of time to send us your thoughts to in the workroom at gmail.com or send us DMS on Instagram. That's totally fine too. Oh man. All right. So Nalen and Patricia, any other final thoughts before we say our, our, our last goodbyes before our next episode? Because <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the end. <laughs> No, I'm I'm very excited at the prospect of the next episode. Yay! Um, so our next episode is going to be special. So we're going to um, read your your letters and um, answer your questions because you guys have proposed some questions. So I've been keeping those. So Patricia and Nalen, I'm going to send them to you so you can think about your answers. Oh my um, gosh! And uh, again, you have some time. We also will make an announcement about making the cut because holy crapness. It's uh-huh. starting soon. So please stay tuned about that announcement. And again, um, yeah. Uh, I, no, I, I think that's all I have to say. Whoops. I thought there was something else. But that's it. Okay. So before we go, Nalen, do you have anything to share with our listeners? And also remind them how they can find you on the interwebs. Um, you can find me at um uh Nalen Blake all one word at the on the bad website um Twitter uh uh you can also find me on uh the questionable website um uh Instagram at Nalen W Blake all one word um my own uh website often neglected is nalenblake.net and um also uh i'm i i put a link in the chat for um folks oh, but given that so much of us are spending time in our homes um i i uh put up a short video walkthrough of my show in LA on youtube if people want to take a look at that and um it was picked up as part of an article about all of the museums that you can visit online while you're sitting at home from hyperallergic so um 
take a look at that. If we can put that note in the show notes, that'd be great. Yes, and those will be in the show notes. <laughs> and Patricia, how can we find you? I can be found in cyberspace. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, gleaning the cube or or, yes, or hacking that. the planet. Exactly. Same soundtrack all the time. Um, so uh, my handle is the same. Um, I've actually been hanging out in the workroom um, Instagram account. I've been reading what people are writing and commenting and um, really like the person who said they live for the show. And I wrote back that we live it up with this show. <laughs> Um, but I can be found on Twitter and on Instagram with the same handle, which is uh, Sense and Sight. That's Common Sense and Optical Sight. S E N S E A N D S I G H T. I um, I did have an upcoming talk at CUNY that is postponed. So if any of you are interested, then just email the workroom, and I can add you to the list to that if you are interested yay yeah and so um because and also just want to see does that link to the rsvp is that still good oh it is um people are still registering apparently um so it is it is definitely going to be um rescheduled but the registration is still open i just don't know when it will be rescheduled for okay because i'll 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 keep that in the show notes so it's in the show notes from last week and i'll keep it in this week so you can get the updates for when it's rescheduled um great thank you um and then as for me you can find me on all of the bad medium bad kind of okay websites um at ernez h-e-r-n-e-a-s-e and and on my website ernezdavis.com and then of course again you've been hearing us talk about instagram the the podcast is on instagram at the workroom podcast and then if you are on the super bad website facebook then you can find us there also facebook.com forward slash the workroom and again remember to subscribe pass this on to your friends who are hunkered down especially those extroverts who are having like kind of a hard time finding stuff to do they can listen to our entire archive all right oh man so fun thank you too thank y'all for chatting again and so wonderful to talk to you about this amazing show mm-hmm. so yeah we'll say until next time we'll just say goodbye for now all right goodbye bye. for now bye, bye.